Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at That's Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Of the Just Press Play podcast, we are joined by Pops and LJ as always, and longtime friend of the pod. Hasn't been on in a while, Uncle Tony. How's it going? What's up, <laughs> man? It has not only been a long time since we've had Uncle Tony on the pod. I feel like it's been a long time since it's been a few weeks since us three have been on a pod together. Oh, it's it's like just good to have yeah. the game back together. Is there? Yep, yep. It is. Agreed. It is. Well, I am. I'm happy. To well, be. and I don't know if it's just. Because Tony's around that this is circulating back up. And have you guys seen the, the breaking news? No, what's up? Antonio Brown announces that he is retiring from the NFL <laughs> for the first time since last September when he also since retired September. from the NFL. <laughs> <laughs> he says that there's nothing left for him to do and that he has conquered all he can conquer in football and that 84 is saying goodbye. Now, I'm sure next month he'll probably be tweeting about how he's ready to make a comeback. Or something. I think but that must be pig Latin for nobody wants to hire me. <laughs> nobody, exactly what that is. <laughs> That's what that is. You've got a two-year suspension hanging on your head, and nobody wants to sign you to a contract. And nobody's touching him with a 10-foot pole. Well, Antonio Brown may not be playing sports for a while, but sports are back. This week we got baseball starting back up opening day on Friday. The NBA starts scrimmages. Day, yeah, they've been doing some. What is this spring training technically, or is this just preseason, or what? What are they doing right now, Tom? Spring training for well, summer training for MLB. Uh, they they've started yeah. playing a few games. Uh, the Yankees and the, the Yankees and the Mets played at uh, Yankee Stadium last night uh, to all nice. of zero fans and uh, and, and <laughs> fake fan noise. It was awesome. Yeah, I'm just, it's good, you know, we haven't had sports in so long. It's just good to see sports, regardless if there's fans in the seats or not. The scrimmages, Wait, the NBA is coming back with. Pipe in fake noise, though? They piped in fake noise. Yeah, uh, yeah that they, bums me out. I don't think I like that. Even, I don't like that. I don't like no. that either. I, mean, I haven't seen it. I, I don't like know. But, I mean, I guess just conceptually, I'm not a big fan of the idea of crowd noise. I'm I, not I either. Yeah. Or piping Except it in at least. Jimmy Fallon. If Jimmy Fallon needs some damn crowd noise, that damn late night show. I'm telling you, he wouldn't be does any anyone, It wouldn't. Has anyone right. noticed? Has anyone noticed Dad's long going be? He hates <laughs> the night. The way that, that the night shows on the weekly night shows have been during. I do. I, mean, I, mean, I love it. I think you've brought it brought it up on every single. I mean, podcast Dad's always far. been a be David Letterman or don't be on late night. That's always kind have of you? been his style. So. Letterman have was you my watched, favorite. Yeah. Have you watched Seth Meyers? 
Seth Myers is actually good without an audience. He's John Oliver he's funny. Him. But I can't stay up, up that late very head. often, Tony. I don't sleep like three hours a night like you do. I mean, I need my beauty sleep. Man, I can't. Yeah, I can't that ain't no there. lie. I can't help you there. So, wait, before I move on, I, is there like a, a hate of Jimmy Fallon going on here? I, I like Jimmy oh, Fallon. Oh, no, no, I like Jimmy Fallon. It's just I don't like the program without the crowd. It's just okay. terrible. Um Oh. Well, it almost sounded like by your comments and LJ's retort that maybe uh, Jimmy Fallon's just not funny was what I was getting from you guys. Well, I will no. say I'm not the world's biggest Jimmy Fallon as a host of a late night show fan. I, I mean, he's he's fine, but he's much better as like an SNL comedian than a late night host, in my humble opinion. I think his fake fake sounding laugh doesn't make me I, I just don't buy his emotions on the show. And so he feels phony to me. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. Personally. I think with the two outstanding hits of Taxi and Fever Pitch, he should have stayed in his acting career and he hit his peak. <laughs> um, well, I guess I, I guess I'll save the rest of this for uh, when we when we record. We we do our weekly uh, review of night shows, a weekly night shows. I'll save <laughs> oh. the rest of this topic for that Sweet. one. Um, <laughs> about Colbert. But like awesome. we mentioned off the top, sports are back, and that let me before we get into some sports being back this week. Let's talk about some friends over at Bet Online. Pops, can you tell us a little more about Bet Online? You know, I can. Uh, Kevin, would you like <laughs> me to? Would you like me to do that? Yes. Please. Well, I'd like for you to tell the people about well, Let me tell the peeps. I want to learn. All right, can peeps. I learn? As sports begin to return, so does your chance to bet on them with our exclusive wagering partner, betonline.ag. With UFC, NASCAR, Formula One, and the EPL. What is the EPL? The English Premier League, it's soccer. Ah, yeah, that one. When it's it's kind of a big deal. Football. Yeah, just okay, well. You know, are your fans, all six of them, huge fans of the EPL, okay. I bet. You right. do have Tony, who's not a big fan of, of football, right? <laughs> yeah. didn't, he, didn't he go off one day because it hurt <laughs> Melvin Gordon or something? <laughs> well, anyway, Pops. Continue. With the EPL, among others, in full swing, there is no shortage of ways to get in on the action. Need more? Bet Online has simulated NFL Madden games. Seriously, you Whoa. can bet on a simulated NFL Madden game? Are you Hell kidding? Hell yeah, you can. Yeah. Would you wow. not? And would, the new that, Madden's coming out. I'd uh. rather bet on that than a real NFL game, to be honest with you. Well, not only can you bet on NFL simulated NFL Madden games, you can do NBA 2K and UFC happening every day for you to watch and wager on. Wait, how many days? Like every day. Does it happen? Every day. What every about Tuesdays? Day. Can you every do it day? on Tuesdays? Yes. What about Thursdays? <laughs> yes. No. What about like the 21st of each month? Yes. Wow. Every this is seriously, day. Yeah. Very good. Very comprehensive. And also, there. Where's where that wait, at? Wait, wait, there's more. Are you there's ready? Billy Mays. Are you kidding me? <laughs> As the MLB, NBA, and NFL near a return, Bet Online has futures odds on everything you can imagine season win totals, division odds, and championship odds. Wow. Make sure to visit betonline.ag on your computer or mobile device to join now and receive your new welcome bonus. Wow. No, I like bonuses. I like, I do I'm just going to throw that out there. I'm a big fan of bonuses. I like bonuses. You want to make some fucking money? <laughs> <laughs> betonline.ag. <laughs> Boy, that is well. There you go. He is there almost you too go. sexy for his shirt, right there. Yeah. Uncle <laughs> Tony is back. Let's let's make something of this thing. And really, though, now might be the best time to go get on a futures bet because, like, 
everything's up in the air, like with the M- NBA, I think it's kind of open. Anybody could really win. It's just going to yeah. be a team getting hot. The MLB only playing a 60-game season. There could be a dark horse. that get, If a batter gets hot, I mean, that could get you a number one seed or something. I, I think yeah. right now, if you get your – if you can put your money on the right dark horse, this might be the year for it. Drew Lock for yeah. MVP. And I was actually well, going to ask except you guys for that. that tonight because you guys are the great NBA you know, fans that you are. I really wanted to know, in this shortened season and straight to a playoff type, uh, it's, it's, like the, it's, it, it's like the NCAA tournament. Who would you say in the NBA is the one to go out at the best odds you could get? Say, hey, who, who's kind of a long shot but really has a chance? Who's that team that in this format could take it home? That's a well, question. and I want to give you the answer, but in the business, this is what we call a tease, and we're going to get to that <laughs> oh, in just a little oh, bit later. Hell yeah. But Sweet. first, but Sweet. first, we need to get to what has kind of dominated the headlines, and it's been kind of the the it's not what you want to see, but the Washington football team, and no, we're not talking about their name change. We're talking about the the scathing report that came out from the Washington Post where Emily Applegate, along with 15 other women, opened up describing what was a culture of sexual harassment and verbal abuse by former members of the Washington NFL team's front office and many people in Daniel Snyder's inner circle. Applegate was the only one that, that put her name to the, the uh, quotes in the post. The other 14 women spoke with uh, anonym- An- anonymity. An- anonymity. like our, our president. Anonymous. Anonymity, citing a fear of litigation since some signed a non-disclosure with the team that threatened legal retribution if they spoke negatively about the club. Uh, just um, before we dive into, I mean, I can lay it out, but it's just, you kind of get the, the brief, the, the point of it is it looks like, it looks like there was a lot of sexual harassment going on with different female employees. And it was interesting. I don't know if it's interesting, but Multiple people that were that are named in this report by some of these players or some of these female uh, employees either were let go like Tuesday of last week, right before this report came out, yeah. or let go a couple of years ago. But this goes back basically it dates Daniel Snyder's full tenure, um, and it really just makes I don't know I don't want I don't Daniel Snyder is not implicated in any of it, but it makes Daniel Snyder look. Pretty, well, when I mean, pretty crappy. I'm not the world's biggest Mark Cuban fan. I don't dislike him. I don't love him. But like when there were some issues with the Mavericks in a similar sort of vein, he said, this is my team. This is my culture. And we're going to do what we can to fix it. And I, I apologize for any pain that I've caused. And I haven't heard anything like that from Dan Snyder. I think he said like, oh, I didn't know about that. So uh, he did a no comment and the team hired a lawyer, basically. Yeah, which is I mean, that to me uh, smells like he absolutely was aware of this um and has done everything he can to just let life go on as normal which is despicable in my opinion just throwing that out there yeah and i when i first was reading this i thought okay i want to make sure i'm not biased because the team that i really root for and i do i like mark cuban and i was like i need to make sure i don't come off and rip the the washington and daniel snyder if i didn't do the same with mark cuban but like you said i then i'll kind of retract back and mark cuban did he there was the crap that went on in Dallas was bad, but Mark Cuban quickly took action. He ended up hiring a female CEO to replace who was the person that was charged with all the stuff and, and said that it was my team. I should have been in control of this, like you said. So he, he stepped up and owned it. And Daniel Snyder's not, it kind of, 
I was just reading a few of the different things. Like Applegate says that uh, one exec called her effing stupid all the time. And then what that same person would tell her to wear something tight for a meeting. So the men in the room had something to look at. And Applegate says we all tolerated it because we knew if we complained and they reminded us this, they reminded us of this multiple times. There were 1000 other people out there that would take our job in a heartbeat. Uh, then reporters also said that it happened to them all the time. Uh, Noah Princioti said that she she worked for the Ringer and she said that multiple times people would text her off the job. And then they even one of them told us that told her that they this is the best quote of the article. She says that one of the people told her that her nickname around the uh, on the, uh, among the execs were Princey Hottie. And she says that it was gross and also just a terrible pun. There was an overwhelming sense that no one would ever do anything about this stuff, which then goes back to Daniel Snyder. And then five former uh, five ex-employees, including some who were part of Snyder's inner circle, are accused of their the inappropriate language and unwanted advances. Sexual harassment has just been commonplace in that office for upwards of 10 to 15 years, said one accuser. And then in a statement to the Post, the team said it takes issues of employee context conduct seriously and has also retained a prominent D.C. law firm to conduct a thorough independent review and help the team set new employee standards for the future. Um, I don't know. I I'd almost and then I have this question for you guys. Well, one actually pops. Let me start with this. Does this lead to Daniel Snyder having to sell the team at all. I mean, Jerry Richardson had something similar. It wasn't to this extent, but at Carolina where he was like Gene Friday and all this stuff. Does this lead to Jerry, to Daniel Snyder uh, selling the team or not? I, I think likely not. I mean, I don't think this is what Donald Sterling did. In, I mean, I'm not trying to excuse right. it, but I mean. No, it, it is different than that for but sure. It, it's different yeah. what Sterling did. Good point. And, and it's not good, but I think it. he needs to handle it better and he needs to do it quickly. Uh, and I think Cuban was a good example of, of how he he came out and took full responsibility, ownership of it, uh, didn't pass the buck. And, and I think Snyder needs to do that. But no, I don't think it should lead to him selling the team. Well, it also, I think, provably won't because the minority owners are trying to get out of the deal with the Redskins, which uh, if they were trying to force a sale, it would probably be to one of them. So yeah. um, it looks pretty clear that the NFL is not trying to Get rid of Dan Snyder in, in any sense of the word. Tony, do you kind of agree with some of that? Yeah, and I don't, you know, <clears throat> this is one of those subjects when I saw it, I, I just get a little serious about it. You know, this is one of the problems that we've got in the United States. And and I, I'm not trying to make this this thing a macrocosm of what's going on and the problems we have. It certainly don't want to do that because it would be unfair because there's a lot of shit going on. But here's the thing. You've got a privileged, old, rich, white guy. And I, I'm two-thirds of that. I, I'm old and I'm white. And I'm sure as hell not rich. But the thing is, he's got no – there's no repercussions for him. And it's been that way for 100 years in his family. And and for, that money's been passed down. And, and you can name – it's a very small percentage, but you can name those people who that happens. And let's just take a look at Daniel Snyder and the Rooney family. Both are old, rich, white guys, but the Rooney family does it the right way with the Steelers. I mean, you know, they've really tried to do when they've had issues, they've called them out and they've brought them forward. Here's Dan Snyder. Uh, he's just privileged and doesn't give a shit about what anybody else thinks. And and, and it's terrible as the as the father of a, a young woman who's in the corporate uh, the the corporate uh, uh, mentality. You know. 
this is unfortunate for me that I hear about these things and everybody's dealing with it. Right. And we hear this all the time. But for him to ignore this for this period of time is just ridiculous. And and he's a punk. He's always been a punk. He wants to come on this show. I'll call him a punk. Yes. And, Dan, come and, on. Sit with Tony. You know, he's been, they've been trying to change the Redskin name for 15 years. And that son of a bitch don't want to have anything to do with it. But now until all a popular, corporate sponsor decides to back out. Until yeah. a corporate sponsor. The guy that's the, the name on the outside of the stadium. Well, I'll say this again. When the name on the outside of the stadium tells Daniel Snyder to go, that's when Daniel Snyder will have to go because money talks and bullshit walks. And until until somebody ponies up to Daniel Snyder and and smacks him upside his head and teaches that bully to sit down, we're going to continue to see this. And I, I, I just think it's a shame that somebody can't come in and and do that. But that's the problem is is somebody has to hold them accountable for these kind of actions. And, and, and well, it's a shame. and. And LJ mentioned, or I think Pop mentioned, this isn't to the extent of Donald Sterling and what he was doing, but that's the same thing that happened with Sterling. Apparently, after all this happened, after Sterling's uh, incident with the Clippers and he sold the team, apparently everyone knew this is who Sterling was or that was who he was, and no one did anything because, like you said, he was the the rich old white guy, and they just dealt with it. Oh, that's just how Sterling is. And everyone just let him be until finally someone stood up and, and kicked him out. And the NBA is a better place for it. And the world's a better place, really, if we don't hear about Donald Sterling. And I'm not quite putting Snyder in the same group as Donald Sterling. But still, I agree with you. He condoned this. And then what what makes this even worse to me is how – and I I think we've known this is going on. But how many different females working in the sports world say this happens everywhere? It might not happen to the extent, but that happens everywhere. And what I thought about instantly was – this reminded me of it's a, it's a different thing, but we've talked a lot, especially recently. There's been a lot talked about with with police brutality, where someone has to step up. Someone has to like the, the person might know that my boss is doing something wrong, but that person has to step up and stop it. The same thing was I guarantee was going on in D.C., where there were people in that office who knew what these guys were doing were wrong. But to step up means you're calling out your boss. And I know that's tough, but. I think as men, you have to stand up for women. You have well, to, because, because like, like Applegate said, they, they're fired if they do it. Well, I think that's, at least that's kind of the thing. Too, is if, if you don't know a woman that's been sexually harassed in the workplace or sexually assaulted at some point in her life, um, then you don't talk to women. I mean, it happens on such a regular basis that it is like, it's an epidemic in the United States right now. And it's, it's important for us to say, not, not where I work. I mean, that is never okay. Um, that, and I think yeah. that's where it's going to, that's where it's got to, that's the way this gets either slowed down or stopped is a collective effort between men in all workplaces, not necessarily the bosses. Obviously you'd love to see the Rooney's and the Jerry Joneses and, and all the owners to take, make brand new situations where this doesn't, this gets nipped in the bud, but it's going to take everyone. It's going to take allies for the women for this to stop. And and I think, Tony, you mentioned it best, and Pops, I'm sure you think this the same way. Having a daughter probably makes you even more annoyed at this because you just picture if your daughter was treated this way. And it just needs to stop. It's just it's just wrong and stuff. Time for it yeah. to stop. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And, and Kevin, I'll say this, and this is what really – and this is another thing that really just <laughs> really pisses me off at Snyder. And, it's, and maybe, you know, I don't want to say that I don't have a bias because I'm a Cowboys fan and, and – we hate the Redskins or Foreskins. Well, I would like, uh, as a Cowboys fan, I would like Daniel Snyder to stay the owner forever because yeah. he is <laughs> yeah. awesome. He is I, terrible. I he, he needs to hire Steve Spurrier again. 
you know, <laughs> awesome. Uh, but and Kevin, I, I would want you to tell you that, but I believe that Daniel Snyder and his wife authored a letter of apology after the minority owners said we're 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 out. And and for him to bring his his wife into this and try to make it that way, I I just think that's again another privileged guy that's just trying to that's just going down the same path. It's he's got no clue. He he got to go. Got to go. go. Someone, someone has to stand up to him, and it's easier said than done. But yeah. it, hopefully, it happens. Uh, I'm a, we're going to send that Jerry Jones mafia up there. We're going to teach Daniel Snyder a lesson. <laughs> uh, do y'all think, by any chance, I know part of it, part of the reason for the name change, or at least getting rid of the name, they haven't actually chosen a new name. But I, I know part of the reason was because sponsors started call, knocking at his door. But he, I think they knew this report was coming because the Washington Post asked for comment from multiple people. What what did they did they because the same week that they announced that they're changing their name, the Washington Post article comes out with all these allegations. Was it trying to get a different headline out? Hey, you think conspiracy, Kevin? That- I'm hey conspiracy, Kevin. I'm with you. One of the things that I remember about the week before this article came out is how much hype was around the on the field, like paying refs allegedly and stuff like that. I do think that the Redskins as an organization was definitely trying to control the headlines that came out of this situation. And uh, they were definitely hoping we'd all read this article and be disappointed that it wasn't something about, uh, you know, the team name or steroids or paying referees or something like they wanted us to be bummed out that it was just, you know, sexual harassment. Um, Which also bothers me. All the media, there's a bunch of media people out there who were going, oh, there's huge news coming. Bombshell report coming. Big news. I can't tell you what it is. Big news coming in Washington. Could force Daniel Snyder to sell the team. And it, it was over like for five days. That's all you saw from all these different reporters. And and I thought they hyped it up so much. I wish they just would have done it because then you're like, oh, it was just some some sex just well, some, I think that's some the sexual point. harassment and that's wrong not just that your response right like someone wanted you to feel that way which is disgusting in my opinion yeah to your point though on the paid official stuff adam Schefter did tweet in response to the wild internet speculation that member of members of washington's nfl team paid officials one source laughed strong and strongly <laughs> denied it saying if we did we didn't we need to get our money back <laughs> yeah i was going to say you know, I thought that was pretty funny. Wrong record to have <laughs> um, on the renaming of the team Madden recently, which comes out very soon. Madden said that oh, the team's wow. old name and logo will now be removed ahead of next month's release of the game and will be turned into a generic Washington franchise until the new. So name this will be like any revealed. coach instead of Bill Belichick, right? Yeah. yeah, this is where you just get it'll just say like Washington football team. And I guess they'll. Have like the same colors, but it might just be like a, a like that maroon jersey yeah. or whatever color that is, and and gold pants. I don't know. Yeah. So I just I've been waiting to say this about the Washington name, and I I just I so glad I got the opportunity. But last week, <laughs> the Washington Continentals. That's awesome, right? I think that's a really yeah. good name. However, uh, and, and then I heard I don't know if it was Nick or Trey that said it. Man, that's. That's on the Wizards. The Wizards have that. Well, damn, you don't want to be what the Wizards have got for sure. But <laughs> here's what I th- – it needs to be the Washington Warriors and not the Warriors that you're thinking. It needs to be that old 1978, 79 movie, the Warriors. Or, anyway, 
Warriors, Warriors come, come out, out to, to play. play. <laughs> and so it needs to be that guy on the side of the helmet with those four beer bottles. With the bottles on his head. Warriors, <laughs> You bet your That's ass I'm going to mock up that, that helmet for the game. show notes. <laughs> yeah, we're going to have to go okay. find that. That's going to be great. That's awesome. So there, there you yeah, go. So if, Washington Warriors. I don't know who's going to want to play with them on Madden, but if you do, you're going to have to play with the, the – it'll, I guess it'll just say Washington football team. I don't know. But that, that just cracks me up thinking that. Uh, speaking of Madden, the ratings have now come out. And uh, yeah. I haven't played Madden in a little while, but I still get excited about the ratings. I can't help it. And the 99 Club is a very prestigious club to get to, and this year it involves five players. Do you guys already know the five no, players I involved? I don't. McCaffrey. Well, well, I was going to get them to guess oh, if they don't know. Tell yeah, them. I'm sorry. I mean, I think LJ. Go ahead. Well, I was going to. If, if, DeAndre you, if you don't know, LJ, try I'm to say guess. DeAndre Hopkins. That is incorrect. Okay, Michael Thomas. I heard McCaffrey. I'll take McCaffrey. That is correct. Which McCaffrey's one? McCaffrey's correct. Okay, cool. Both. Um, Julio. Julio Jones. Nope. Nope. Mm. Two defensive players and one offensive player left. Can I? Can I name one of the uh, defensive players? Can I? Aaron Donald. Sure, go ahead. Yeah. Aaron Donald. Uh-oh. Aaron Donald. Sure. Okay. I thought that was obvious. The offensive player seems extremely obvious. I'm trying Mahomes. to see if Mahomes. Mahomes is Mahomes one. is a 99. What do you mean? <laughs> he got paid $500 million. I understand that, but like a, a quarterback with what? a 99 is pretty freaking rare, though, right? Like, that's a pretty Dude, different Mahomes thing. is pretty freaking rare. Oh, I know, he's watching a generation. I understand this. However, <laughs> he can throw the ball behind his back. He can throw hey. it without looking. He can put a reverse spiral on the ball. He can make it go underground and come back up and catch it. What? He does the Bugs Bunny and Albuquerque situation. Whoa. And then the last player, uh, do y'all do y'all have any guesses? For, I'll give you each one more guess for the last. It's a defensive player. Um, Von Miller, of course. No. Okay. Pops, your last guess? It's got to be a D-back. Um, Uh-oh. He's getting there. It's got to be a D-back. Uh, Ramsey? Is it that? Stephon Gilmore. You were close. Ah, corner. Okay, it Gilmore was a corner. Sense, but Gilmore makes sense. So really? the, the 99 Club, it features Patrick Mahomes, Aaron Donald, Gilmore, McCaffrey, and Michael Thomas. Just missed the cut to round out the top 10. You got Bobby Wagner, DeAndre Hopkins, George Kittle, J.J. Watt, and Cowboys' very own Zach Martin, all at 98. Um, I don't know if you guys have looked. Do you guys have any thoughts from the ratings, like anything that stood out? Or do you want me to – I have a few that I can – Well, there was – who? somebody got a 99 speed that I thought was interesting. Do you remember – was that – Probably Tyreek Hill. Hill's got to be Well, Tyreek Hill speed. and somebody else. I feel like it might have been like CeeDee Lamb or somebody like that, which would be pretty exciting. Three Ooh. fellers. Uh, Dynasty. <laughs> I picked up a little bit. <laughs> Tony, I'll tell Tony, you. You were on CD Lamb, right? You you got to like yes, that sir. Cowboys pick, weren't you? Uh, yeah, that's not a bad pick right mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. Not a bad pick at all. I mean, he's no. I'll what's tell his you what stood Wisconsin. out to me. Um, Dad, you your first guess on receivers for 99, you, you did DeAndre, DeAndre Hopkins. Hopkins yeah. I was surprised Michael Thomas got the 99 before. Julio Jones before DeAndre Hopkins. I mean, I get Michael Thomas had a he had an incredible year and he was really good, but I don't know. I just kind of I, I still feel like part of that offense gets him the the stats that he gets. You know, I don't know. I think he's awesome. Don't get me wrong, Kevin, but Kevin, 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 yes, sir. <laughs> Kevin, how many catches did he have last year? 
He had a lot. No, he, he had an amazing 138. Year. 138 catches. How many, how many did he have the year before that? A lot. A lot. 127 catches. How many How many did he have the year before that? A, a lot. I bet over 100. Catches. <laughs> the dude catches 100. Uh, he, for three straight years, he's caught 110 or more. Uh, oh, man. Dude. Yeah. So, so you're he starting did. a team. You're starting a team right now with uh, Matt Schaub as your quarterback. Who would you rather have as your receiver? God. DeAndre Hopkins, Julio Jones, or Michael Thomas? Oh, Michael Thomas. Hmm. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, Michael I disagree. Uh, no. I just disagree with that. Michael Thomas. Julio's too because old. DeAndre, uh, Michael Thomas just catches. DeAndre game. has been maybe the best receiver. I, I mean, the Texans gave him away, so maybe he's not all. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well that's just Bill O'Brien being <laughs> Bill O'Brien. That's um, story. We there are some really good Michael Thomas stats that maybe kind of rethink a little bit that are better than the stats you threw out there, Uncle Tony. Yes. This is just from 2019. Michael Thomas had more catches, 149, than four teams' entire wide receiver group. He had more games <laughs> with 10-plus catches than any three wide receivers combined. Wow. He had seven games with 100-plus yards and a touchdown. That's the second most in the last 15 years. And he caught 80.5% of his targets, most among wide receivers, minimum 75 targets. And so it's hard with wide I, receivers, though, because they're like, how much of that is Drew Brees? How much of that? Like, that's the question, right? Well, and Sean Payton, I, I just feel like they do a lot. I don't well, know. That's, I just, that's why it's hard. That's why it's difficult because, you know. DeAndre Hopkins oh. has had Matt Chop and Bill O'Brien for a lot of his career. And I mean, let's just name off some of DeAndre Hopkins quarterbacks well, before. Before we Watson, have time. he was yeah. with DJ yeah. Yates and LJ, all kinds of terrible. LJ, Ryan Mallett, he had Ryan Mountain throwing them the ball. Ryan Mallett, Ryan <laughs> Mallett. Let me say this, LJ. Remember last year in twenty in twenty nineteen, five of those games, Teddy Bridgewater was was throwing those passes. Well, I think Teddy Bridgewater is a good quarterback. I'm hey, sorry. Watch out. Hey, let. <laughs> I've, I've got a I've got a fantasy draft coming up. All right, Don't I'll keep it quiet. I'll keep it quiet now. All right. So I know LJ mentioned, uh, and I know LJ wants to talk. There's two people on the spot I know would love to get a little more Mahomes in. So I know LJ brought him up, and he did. He he broke the exclusive 99 club. And looking at other quarterbacks on here, Russell Wilson was a 97. Lamar Jackson, third best quarterback at 94. Drew Brees, 93. Tom Brady, 90. And then that was the list of 90 overall quarterbacks. Below that are Matt Ryan, or Aaron Rodgers, 89. Matt Ryan, 87. Deshaun Watson, 86, and Dak and Carson Wentz both at 84. Any uh, disagreements with those ratings, Pops? Or you kind of agree with them? Or I'm okay with them. I mean, Tom Brady was how much? How much was Tom Brady? Tom Brady got a 90. He got a 90. Above Aaron Rodgers. Tom Brady was above Aaron Rodgers, Ooh, Matt Ryan, Okay, Sean I would argue Watson, with Dak, that. Carson I still think Wentz. Aaron Rodgers yeah. is more talented. Um, well, the other guys yeah. are more physically talented for sure. I, yeah, I, I, that'll just be – and Drew Brees at 93, I think we're kind of seeing towards the end of Drew Brees. But then again, let's pull up the stats like I did with Michael Thomas just then. I bet they'll show that 93 is warranted. Yeah. I, guess Kev, you, I got a question for you. What's up? So you grew up uh, just playing Madden every day of your childhood, right? That and NCAA, but yes. Would you rather be in the 99 club or be in the $503 million 10-year contract club? <laughs> Well, Mahomes gets to be He's in both. both. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's a win-win. But uh, what would you but I'll say? Have? I'll say that that contract for Madden players, that contract sucks because yeah. if he didn't sign that before Madden came out, you get a 99 overall quarterback on his rookie deal still. So you at least get a couple years to to have Mahomes on that rookie deal. <laughs> now you have to do that. You do that fantasy draft or you do that dynasty, dynasty mode. Yeah. Franchise with uh, 
the the Chiefs, you have to pay. You already have Mahomes on that huge deal. So yeah. sucks for all the Madden guys out there. The uh, the last thing that stood out to me on the offensive side, McCaffrey is a top back, which I'm cool with yeah. that. But he's the top back by a mile. The next closest is Derrick Henry at 93, followed by interestingly Nick Chubb. Then Ezekiel Elliott, Saquon in that order. So Nick Chubb was the third best running back on the game, which, I mean, that kind of shocked me. Yeah. Well, and here's – so – and I think it's interesting when you look at the statistics for Madden, and this is what you can take from it. Madden is looking at athletic ability. So they're taking measurables and looking at so, – so, for example, Aaron Rodgers is an 89 – really tells me that Aaron Rodgers was not the sixth best quarterback in the NFL last year. You can say what you want. He just wasn't. Uh, from an effectiveness and leading his team, he wasn't. So when Madden takes an, he had those, all those numbers good and puts receivers. them in there, yeah. he, they're looking at athletic ability. I'm really surprised that Drew Brees was a 93 because athletically, he's just not that good anymore. And, and he shouldn't be. Hell, he's, he's almost Lifford's age. So, I mean, <laughs> it's just <laughs> – you know, you just got to be careful with those. But I, I think what's what's interesting when you take those Madden numbers, it's showing you athleticism. And when you when you look at the numbers across the board and statistically, when they put that in there, that's telling you who the best athletes are. I don't know that it necessarily tells you the best football players. And and I, I find that interesting. Well, as as a bit of a Madden nerd, not as much as I was, but they do also factor in like awareness, awareness. play recognition. Yeah. And some other things that kind of can factor in. But I get what you're saying. I do get what you're saying. A lot of it goes well, into Well, because if it was just athletes, then Tom power. Brady is like, a, what, a 62 or yeah. something? Yeah. 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 <laughs> At least that. At least that. I, I guess. Know. Yeah. Yeah. Madden still thinks that Gronk has a lot left in the tank because they put Gronk at a 95. Wow. He's the third best tight end of the game behind oh, hey, Kittle and, and Kelsey. So. Okay. So you said Gronk. And I, hopefully I'm not. There's something later. Are you going to talk about Gronk later? No, this is it. Okay. Get your <laughs> one of those sneak things in, right? So, okay. So, I know in the last podcast, and I'm saying the last podcast, I don't want people out there to understand. You need to listen to these podcasts. They're awesome. They they're good. A lot of great stuff. And other than the fact that I haven't been on in like four months, they're fantastic. <laughs> so, um, so <laughs> Gronk now at the Buccaneers. Last week, I think y'all were trying to say AB to the Buccaneers. Of course, now AB has. Oh, retired God, no. again. Yeah. But um, they've got Rob Gronkowski, OJ Howard, and Cameron Bray. OJ Howard, he's the, the, he's the, the one that everyone thinks is going to be great, but yeah. he doesn't at really the t- cut at, out. At the tight end position, and they've got Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. Dude. I heard those guys are good. They're good. I'm that. telling you right now, right now, okay? Put it on, put it on wax, Tony. What are you going to say? Tony Romo. Uh, who I know Lifford has this kind of love affair with, and I'm looking for the pictures. Tony Romo <laughs> could go down to Tampa Bay right now. There, oh, my gosh. Oh, Lord. Go, for those that hey, can't see, I'm that, holding up my little Tony Romo little desk. 95 here in about 20. Thing. Tony <laughs> Romo could go to Tampa Bay right now, and he could throw 25 touchdown passes. Right now. Oh, I thought with those people. five Super Bowls. <laughs> oh, at, at least two. So, the, so <laughs> Tampa Bay's loaded. Tampa oh, well, Bay you are talking about the most loaded. underrated quarterback in NFL history, so I get where you're coming <laughs> from. But Tampa Bay's loaded. And, and um, anyway. I agree. And the defense, the defense really isn't all that bad at Tampa. They actually had a decent defense oh, last year. Besides, especially they got dealt thirty picks. I mean, <laughs> right? So, no. Bruce Arians never believed in defense that much. So, but anyway, <laughs> hey. It, so for all those fantasy players out there, if you're listening to if you're listening to the podcast, hey. 
Get you some of that Tampa Bay offense because they're going. To are we getting? Is game. this going to be 07 Brady? All thirteen years later, we're we going to get another 07 Brady year. I think this could Tony, be. Is a, that what you're saying? I, I'll, I'll go out there, and I'm not a Brady fan, but I think we could be looking at that Peyton Manning to the Broncos kind of thing. Ooh. That version when he sets that fifty. Plus. So about one year, and then next year, don't touch him. <laughs> this could be a fifty-plus touchdown year for Tom Brady. Now he's going to throw the ball about five yards. And then all these guys are going to take off with it because he can't throw the ball more than 20 yards. But Bruce Arians is a fantastic <laughs> offensive uh, coach. A uh, 50-plus for Brady. Well, right I mean, but, okay. but Brady's in down. that age range where coronavirus is really scary, right? So, uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah well, but he has, right. he has the TV 12 method, though. He's well, been eating avocado ice cream and you got <laughs> almonds and all kinds of stuff for a long time. He's he's good. You got. I think Brady, is that Irish? Uh, well, let's see. Yeah, I'll, Irish, I'll try to find out. Irish English? I don't know. <laughs> uh, well, we're just going to cut this, and Elche's just going to say yes or no. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Brady is Irish. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So he's fine. <laughs> According to the scientific the research way, that our podcast is. Yeah, I just wanted to throw out there. I just want to throw out there. We have not heard any like Fauci or the CDC or anyone else tell us that Irish people are. This is just this is just coming from the expertise this is, that is. This just is just Tammy. Podcast, this is so. Tammy knows, you know. <laughs> Tammy, all right. Tammy Luther says is good. Irish motherfuckers. We don't get. Well, <laughs> I don't think she said that. I don't um, know. Move, move. We mentioned we week. mentioned uh, we mentioned a little Cowboys quarterback with Tony Romo, and I want to talk a little bit about. Well, before we talk about Dak, because y'all, y'all mentioned a little Dak and Mahomes the, the last pod with Trey and Nick, and so I kind of just wanted to to bring it up just a little bit. And before I do, though, I think I have, as a Cowboy fan, I have learned why the Cowboys are the most annoying team in the NFL to all other fans. Oh God, yeah, go ahead. And it's not well. Partly is Cowboys fans. A lot of Cowboys fans are the worst. Yeah. I will. I will give you that. But the Dak contract extension was no story. There has been no development in that story for a solid twelve months, probably. And still, it has led Sports Center over and over. Like, oh, they're they're thinking about a deal. Oh, are, are they getting closer to a deal? They were going to franchise tag him for ten straight months. And this was still a big a big topic on all kinds of podcasts, TV, radio, everywhere. That's got to get so annoying. And then what happens? It comes around. It comes around to the time for the franchise tag. Whoa. And then right before the tag, the, the leak comes out from Cowboys, I'm sure. Oh, maybe they're getting a little closer onto a deal. Nope. The tag deadline goes and they tag them, just like we all knew they were going to do for 10 months. So that is why people are so tired of the Cowboys. because, And it's not always Cowboys fans. It's kind of partly the media it's always making it which because Cowboys fans probably click on everything they do. Yeah. So that's why they that's why they do there it. There are forty seven thousand million Cowboys fans and they all click on every article that says Dakota Prescott on it. So <laughs> I just wanted to give but I to now go to that contract talk with him and then a little bit on Mahomes side of that huge uh huge half a billion dollar deal or whatever it was. Um I think Pops I, I wanted to agree with Pops. I just kinda wanna say reiterate what he said. I think the Chiefs Signed, I know it's a ton of money. That's a lot. I think the Chiefs signed a good deal. I think it was it was a steal for them, really. Mm-hmm. And I know that's weird saying a bargain is five hundred million, but the TV deal and a TV deal is probably going to go up, as Dad mentioned. And he is the best player in the league. He's the best quarterback out there. He's the face of the league, and he's young. Well, go ahead and lock him up now before that that price is only going up. Look what the Cowboys did with Dak Prescott. 
We did. We, we the Cowboys did not sign him when Carson Wentz had that deal, and Jared Goff's Jared Goff's deal seems like a lot. But Dak, when he finally does come up, he's not, he's not going to get Mahomes' deal, but his his agent's going to go in there, and the first thing he's going to ask for from Mahomes' deal, and then bargain down from there. So his deal is going to be worth a ton of money. I, signing him now, I think, is the smart way to do it because as we've seen with quarterbacks the last ten years, every new quarterback that comes up becomes the highest paid quarterback. So I, wait till you see Lamar Jackson's next deal. I just think it's like a ten-year contract though is difficult. Well, so I think I think partly of put Mahomes. So Dad mentioned this. The reason I think Dak's people were looking for a three-year deal and a shorter deal as opposed to a four-year deal is they're kind of wanting to see where the money turns out, where the TV money turns out. Because as Dad mentioned, when the NBA, as soon as that new TV deal came up, a lot of players that should not have been paid a lot of money, I'm looking at you, Timothy Mozgov, got paid (laughs) a ton of money and then got a sweet buyout deal where now they're just sitting on $56 million and never even played. So I think there's NFL players thinking about this. And we watched Kirk Cousins. It worked out pretty well for him. And I would, as a, I mean, I know there's some bias here. I think Dak's better than Kirk Cousins. So I would bet on myself too if I'm Dak. Um, the only thing though, Mahomes not betting on himself is interesting because him signing this big deal, because this year is going to be interesting. The NFL has not really played their cards right, I don't think, as far as getting prepared Good for Lord, this pandemic. No. And what happens if this year is a little odd and TV goes down and all of a sudden, that new TV deal isn't what we thought it was. There's some people saying next year's cap could drop down 30 to 40% from what it is this year. So it could be worse negotiating next year as it is this year. So it, it'll be interesting. I think my home's people were like, hell, 500 million, let's just take that money and run, yep. baby. Sure, we might be able to get a little more, but we'll make that up with Pepsi and A1 and ketchup or whatever we do our ads with. Well, can we go around the circle? Do you think, do you 100% think that there's going to be an entire NFL season with a Super Bowl at the end of it? Everybody in the room. Uh, uh, counting preseason because if counting preseason, no, no you're talking regular season preseason. Preseason's garbage anyway. Nobody wanted it, so I believe yes, there will be. I'll start. Yes, there will be a full entire season with playoffs and a Super Bowl. But I think you could see a lot of players sitting out. I think you could see prominent players possibly sitting out if the NFL doesn't start making it a little. Make sure that their player safety is insured. Tony, what do you? That's think? just my opinion. Uh, I'm gonna say yes. I think it could be a 12 game season. Instead of a 16 game. I, I okay. Think well, then you're saying no, Tony. <laughs> I think so. I, I think, I'm, th- I'm saying there will be a Super Bowl. I, I think there's going to be a full playoff schedule with the Super Bowl. But I, I think there could be a 12-game season and we start October 1 if we see things deteriorate over the next 30 to 45 days. Uh, <clears throat> I think a lot of that's going to depend upon what happens with the NBA and the MLB in the next in the next 30 days. I, I think the NFL has positioned themselves – where they've got a 30-day window to see what happens. And the elimination of the preseason games gives them that. They can keep guys in camp for 45 days. And and that's the key, right? If you've got guys in camp or if you've got if you've got players in a in a in a in a in a place where you can monitor them and test them, you're going to know what's going on and and that's the key. And so I I think the NFL actually has a really good chance of playing a full schedule. At the very least, I see it as a 12-game schedule, and they eliminate, uh, you know, uh, four of those uh, non-rival uh, out-of-conference games, and and then you see a, a, a full conference schedule. But uh, I, I definitely think they're going to play and get a get a playoff game in with Super Bowl. And and I would say this from a TV standpoint, I would say the opposite. You may see TV revenue go through the roof. If there are no fans allowed into these games, I, I think that we could see that 
and if you can't go to the stadium, you're 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 watching and you're watching. And we have so much has gone on this year. If we yeah. get NFL, I think this. I think the TV ratings are going to go through the roof. I, I I don't care what Donald Trump says about people kneeling or anything like that. It it doesn't matter when those games start. The the ratings are going to go through the roof. Pops, yes or no on LJ's question. If you remember, I know I know <laughs> Tony's answer was a little long winded, but. I remember it was a good question. answer though. Well, you got to remember Tony. Even though he said all that, he is a year older than me. So um, <laughs> I'm glad he that's out there. there. So he's apt to go on long digressions. Um, <laughs> Have I ever told you the story of? <laughs> you know, I'm changing. I, I think I, now I'm going to say I don't see how they do play a regular season. I think Tony's on the right track. That TV. I mean, we're, what did we do with the Jordan doc? What did we do with the Lance Armstrong doc? You know, wash the shit wash out the of shit it. Out of it exactly so i mean we want live sports like you just can't believe um and i do think tv revenues could go through the roof but i i mean football is the perfect breeding ground i've said this before on on this pod for for covid i just don't i don't see how they do it i have seen where they're doing some other things they're going to test if you test negative there's a way that you can get back in five days i heard today if you test positive on monday but you can get two 24-hour test. If you're asymptomatic. You're asymptomatic and you get two negative tests, you can be on the field the next Sunday. Right. So they, uh, there's just so much money here. They're going to figure out something. There's just but, too much money. Okay. So there's I'll be the, the the negative Nelly here, um, like I always Let's am. hear it. And uh, <laughs> I, I just you're, – you're, you're asymptomatic – before like you're you you can spread the virus before you get symptoms yep that's a fact yep and so at what how many players are going to get sick before we decide uh this is a bad idea i mean how many players are going to die uh, probably very few but how many coaches are going to die how many line judges are going to die how many referees are going to die like uh it could be one and that would be too many for me um and i'd have a huge issue with that and if that happens Week seven and the Broncos are, you know, six and two or six and one. Uh, it'd be hard to be six and two in week seven. Um, <laughs> then uh, then <coughs> I, I'd rather we have not played this season. <laughs> I'm just saying yeah. I'm just saying we're all getting hyped up. And then like your team's going to do well and you're going to be excited. And then we're going to have to cancel the season halfway through because I just don't see a way that we're going to keep more than half the NFL from being infected because it's, I mean, as bad as basketball is as a physical sport, it's nothing like the NFL. Well, that's the problem. The NFL, one, they need to, the, the testing is important. The NBA is testing a lot, but 15 players at max on a team, the NFL is 53. Yeah. Plus the coaching staff's much bigger. You're asking for a lot more tests. And if you're doing it daily, it's a lot of tests to go through. And then what's interesting, LJ, to me, is we get into a whole thing. We've already had this whole uh a conversation for years now about concussions and players have to step up and say, yes, I'm having my head's hurting or I'm having, I'm a little dizzy. You right. have to say it, step up and say it. Our players Saturday before a huge game, Cowboys and Eagles, both six and zero. Oh, is, is Dak Prescott going to go, I kind of have a little cough. Of course not. No. not. Cause you, cause you know your body, right? You know your body before you start feeling bad, you kind of wake up and you're like, Oh, there's a, there's a tickle or I'm not feeling totally right. Usually before coronavirus, you know, you just thought, Maybe I'm catching a little something. It'll probably go away. Now, all of us are like Googling symptoms, making sure we don't have COVID-19. Well, and the other thing but, is... So if you're Dak Prescott, you're going to go, it's just a cough. It's just a little bitty cough. It's not COVID. I don't feel. I don't think I have a fever. Now, what happens if all of a sudden you're in a huddle 
we already talked about social distancing. There is no social distancing in football. There's just, there's I don't none. care if they make that little Oakley face mask where there's like a shield. No, you're still tackling. You're sweating. Or spit that's or better, slobber. though. Let's I mean, be real. That is better. No, that, that helps, is better, but, but football's football. Solving it. Yeah. And football's football. And, and, and the other thing is, different I found than baseball, that the number you know? of false negatives is some, like, say, 30% um, on a rapid test. Um, and so that means that if you have, you could have, you have a 10% chance of getting a false negative twice in a row, which means that one in 10 people that have two negative tests on a rapid test are going to have coronavirus. I mean, that's absurd to me that we would continue forward with the ability to well, affect everybody could, in the league because you have a one in 10 chance of being a false negative. You could get, well, LJ, you could get two false negative, like two negatives that were wrong, but well, no, okay, I get what you're saying. I was about to say you could get two negative tests because it's just saying it could be wrong, but it's still the third one could come back negative again and be accurate, right? I mean, I mean, in theory, you could have, yeah, well, each false negative or each negative could be accurate, but the chances that that first negative is accurate is about 70%. The chances that the one that agrees with it after it are something like nine percent or uh, 91%, which means one in 10 players will have two tests and uh, still have the virus and it'll come back negative. And then after that, it becomes 3%. So three out of 100. I mean, it, it gets ridiculous to the point that like, I just don't see a way that we're going to be able to test these people and be uh, 100% sure that we're not spreading this disease to every athlete that we love. I mean, and, and, and. Also, the co- I mean, Bill Belichick gets sick. What do we do? Well, and coaches, many coaches are the ages of yeah people that you you know are, are susceptible. And I thought what was interesting to me is I, I was listening, I was reading something that one coach told. I, I think it might have been Peter King in, in Football Morning in America. One coaches say like one coach was talking. He's like, we get sick all the time during the year because we don't sleep. We work all the time. We're we're spending like four hours or spending all times at the studio or at the at the stadium. And then sleeping three hours on a couch. So yeah, we get little colds and we get a little sick because our immune system's already shot. Now there's 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 something if your immune system is shot right now, there's a little something going around that's very dangerous. Well, I, I, and you mentioned quarterbacks or or wide receivers or whatever not wanting to come off and talk about their uh, head trauma. I mean, think about is Josh McDaniels going to want to say that I've got a cough and I'm a little bit worried about it? I mean, of course not. He's never had to like tell the world that he's hurt. You know. What the, the biggest issue to me though is to as of as of Monday the NFL has now offered the NFLPA uh, uh, to play zero preseason games and they've also okay. announced that they will be testing every single day while players are reporting for I think the first five weeks and then if they'll depending on how the positivity rate is they could scale back and not do every single day but so they finally are at least coming up putting out a plan for testing but this is on July twentieth that they've put put this out. Back in March, we were like, when this whole pandemic began, the NFL was the one major sports league that had the luxury of time. Every other, like, if you ask the NFL, when would you like, I mean, no one wants a pandemic to come, but when would you, for, for planning purposes, when would be the best time? They'd be like, oh, right after the Super Bowl in March. That'd be great. That gives us a full, yeah. we can do the whole offseason virtually and we can plan <laughs> all this out. Well, now we're at July 20th, the day that rookies report to camp and they're like, all the players are like, we still have no clue what the plan is. What the hell? Yeah. I mean, what what the hell? I think they sat there and they sat there and went dumb brain like like we are. And like, oh, hopefully in a few months it'll be better. It'll surely it'll get better. And here we are. We're in July and we need a plan. And the players and I've seen a lot of players are doing this thing where it, it kind of took a playbook out of the MLB's uh, took a play out of the MLB's playbook where a lot of players tweeted basically the same thing, basically saying we want to play, but also 
saying they need to, right. they need safety measures. Yeah. So yeah. it just, it's just annoying at the end of like, you see the NBA has this big plan and it still might not work. Like you said, the, there could be a couple positive tests in the M- NBA bubble and then the season gets canceled. I sure hope not, but it's possible. And that's with this huge plan where everyone has to quarantine before they can even get into the bubble. And then if they step out of the bubble, they now have to quarantine again before getting in and all this stuff. And the NFL is like, I hope the season works out. Hope 2020 is good. Yeah. It just, I don't know. I don't it just, buy it. It's I don't think it's going to happen. I just, I can't imagine how it makes any sense. They're going to play three weeks and then decide this doesn't make any sense for us. That's what I believe is going to happen. I can see that. I, well, yeah, I, I think, and and I think Kevin alluded to it, it is the MLB and the NBA are kind of going to set the, <clears throat> set the guidelines of how you True. isolate players. True. Now they've got a lot less players to isolate. Uh, so, I think though, if you told me if I'm six foot three and three hundred and ten pounds and play left guard for the Washington Warriors, <laughs> um, speaking to existence, and you tell me we can either you can either get out of the season or you can do these rules and get paid one point two million dollars. I'm pretty sure I, I know the time is limited for me to play this game, so I'm gonna I want the one point two million dollars. I'm going to do the rules that you tell me to do. I'm going to go to practice. I'm going to eat at your pra- at your facilities. I'm going to go home and I'm going to document that. And then I'm going to go back. To, I'm not going to go to the club. I'm not going to go to grandma's house. I'm not going to go to cousin Nene's. I- I'm not going to go see Uncle Ray. I'm going to I'm going to do what you tell me because it's one point two million dollars. And if they can do that. And MLB and NBA are going to be the test for this. If they can do that and isolate and stay in that process and get tested every day, just like every other country in the world that is having success against this virus, it's all about the testing. If they can do that and get that done, then I think they can play. But they've got to do that. They've got to say, okay, I'm going to get tested. I'm going to stay in this controlled environment because I want to play football. And I, that's for- going to be the key. Well, and I, the reason I, LJ, the reason I went full year is because I'm going back to like the lockout where, okay, so the players that can sit out, like the, 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 the Patrick Mahomes, the players with a ton of money, the Russell Wilsons, they can sit out. Okay. That's fine. Someone is willing to, like me over here, if I say I'm a quarterback that was undrafted and the Cowboys call and they say, Hey, we need someone to fill in. Can you be the backup quarterback? Here's the league minimum. Hell yeah, I can. Fair enough. Fair and enough. you know what? And you know what? I might be putting myself in danger, but I'm probably, especially if I'm a 22 year old or 25 year old, I'm going to go, this is, year, yeah. this is my chance. This is my chance to get on, not only play for the Cowboys and make the league minimum, which for Joe Blow is not a little amount of money. It's way more and than I I'm putting, I'm, and I'm putting some tape on, I'm putting something on film where maybe next year when everything, hopefully once this vaccine comes out and everything gets back to normal, I might have now set myself as an NFL job as a backup quarterback or even a starter for 10 years and set my family up forever. Someone will be willing to play. And the NFL has made it pretty clear. I think over the last few years, cash is king and they're going to, they're going to get this season off if they can, regardless of who's playing. And I just, I don't know. That's why I think, I think I hear you. you I just, uh, my, my negative side is saying that at some point, People are going to say this is not worth the risk anymore to watch. And, yeah. and and if that happens, and I'm not saying it will, but I think it might. If that happens, what happens? Then cash is king. We call the season. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, so All right. Well, I want to get it. Yeah, I want to get into the other sports leagues going on. But uh, I want to first 
a lot of us we're we're in we're in, I don't know when quarantine's going to end. I'm still working from home. I don't know a lot of people might cases working are going from up Mexico. at least in the south. So so we we could be working from home for a while, which means at some point though we will get back out into the public. Who knows when? But at that point, your body you know you could get a little. I don't know if you've been cleaning up. You know you've been landscape manscaping a little bit. So I want to tell you about friends. Once we do get back. <laughs> Once you do get back out in the public, you want to make sure you're all cleaned up and tidy. And you don't want to do so by nicking yourself. I don't know if any of y'all have nicked yourself for it, but you don't want to. It's just, you don't want to. It's bad. So that's why men need to start taking notes because manscaping accidents are finally a thing of the past. The Manscaped Lawnmower 3.0 has been beautifully designed to reduce those painful nicks and tugs. This is the third generation trimmer. So one was good. Two was better. The third? The third is fantastic. This is the third generation trimmer featuring advanced skin safe technology so you keep your bad boys nice and smooth. And it's not just your bad boys, by the way. Manscaped does it all. Chest hair, back hair, neck hair. Wherever you got hair, Manscaped will take it off without nicking you. The Manscaped engineering team obsesses over technology developments to provide you the best tools for your grooming experiences. And they spent 18 months perfecting the greatest ball hair trimmer ever created. <laughs> They're in quarantine too. What do they have? They had nothing better to do but make the best ball hair trimmer out there. And they just released the new and improved Lawnmower 3.0. And when I tell you this thing is premium, I mean premium with a capital P. The battery will last up to 90 minutes so you can take a longer shave. Did say it's been a while. 90? Did you minutes? say nine minutes? 90. 90, you said 90, 90 minutes, minutes? An hour and a half. So you could put, this is a long one, so maybe this podcast will keep going. But you could put a podcast on. Say you haven't done any trimming in a long time. <laughs> You've been solo dolo for a while. Well, put the lawnmower 3.0 fully charged, and I guarantee you get it all taken <laughs> care of. The water-resistant technology allows you to shave in the shower, too. Say you're one of those long shower people. Pop, pop your, lamb, your, your lawnmower in there, and let's go. <laughs> Uh, one of the coolest features is the LED light, which illuminates growing areas for a closer and more precise trimming. So say, well, oh crap, I'm 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 shaving in the shower. And I've been there the so electricity long, the light just went out. out. <laughs> the electricity just went out. Oh, shit. I, but I have I've started. I have to finish. The LED light has you covered on this lawnmower. <laughs> when I'm telling you, premium, all caps. And let's not forget about the charging stand. Show your mower off loud oh, and proud. You're, about that. you're not just plugging this thing in and sending it to the side. You have a charging stand. One of, I mean, it's just everything you, everything about this is great. The intelligently designed stand is a convenient charging dock powered by USB. So many people have written in stories about how the lawnmower 3.0 has changed their lives. Changed their lives. <laughs> they even included pics so the creators could see the smoothness themselves. <laughs> and from what I hear. Baby's bottom smooth. Uh, you need to try to this Tony stuff out. At Tony.com, right? <laughs> yeah. Send them to Tony at Tony.com. You need to try this out for yourself right now. If you want to try out the lawnmower 3.0, you can get 20% off plus free shipping with the code armchair at manscaped.com. That is armchair, A-R-M-C-H-A-I-R to get 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com. Trust me. Not only will your balls thank you, but your your partner might thank you also. So <laughs> just just head on over to Manscaped. All right. So other sports are also starting up. And I wanted to get in first to the NBA. And before we dive into it, you know, they're in the bubble and all this stuff. Uh, we've done this before. Some funny. I was I was going around on Reddit and I found a really funny Reddit post okay. that I have oh, to ask please. you guys. It's a hypothetical. What happens 
if LeBron is thrown outside the bubble by an opponent. I don't know if you guys have seen Raquan Holmes, Raquan Holmes of, the, of the 76ers ordered something off Postmates. And when he went to go get it, he stepped out of the bubble to grab his food. And the NBA said, uh-oh, uh-oh, you got to go back into quarantine, which means he has to spend, I think, 10 days in quarantine and get seven straight negative tests before he can get wow. back into the bubble. So here's what this Reddit user, uh, this website is neat. That is the Reddit user's name. He says, say the Bucks and Lakers are playing in the finals. What happens if the Lopez twins break into LeBron's room, pick him up, and then carry him to the edge of the bubble and throw him out of it? Would he then have to quarantine for the finals? Would the Bucks be penalized for this? Even if the twins didn't go outside the bubble themselves, they threw him out and stayed inside? And plus, even if you suspend both the, the Lopez brothers, would it be worth it for the Bucks? You get LeBron out of the finals. What happens? What do you think, Pops? I think it's going to take both Lopez brothers to take LeBron out. I guarantee you. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you've seen LeBron lately, but it's going to take a man to get him out of here. not a little dude. Uh, wow. LJ, what do you think? Yeah, go ahead. I don't know. I hadn't even thought about that. Um, um, I'd say you uh, you penalize the Lopez brothers uh, with whatever. If LeBron gets sick, then uh, they have to sit out with him the entire time. Uh, but, yeah, you make him sit. I think that if you've got or a rule, you got to rule. if you make him sit – I, I'm about making I'm about making money. So how about this? You make him sit, but then you set up a cage match to where one of the one of the Lopez brothers now has to fight LeBron in a cage match. <laughs> no, two on one street ball. I'd watch that. Oh, that's day. not fair. That that puts oh street ball. Okay, yeah. Well, LeBron would die. Oh God, yeah. Still, well, I don't know. I don't know. Double team. They could double team. I don't know. Yeah, but it's LeBron Tony, what, James. What <laughs> I mean, if you're the owner of the Bucks, uh, if you're the owner of the Bucks, and you can get LeBron to quarantine by just uh, by sacrificing Lopez brothers, I bet you send him in there, don't you? Oh hell yeah, hell yeah. No, this is a year where you just get rid of all of the the extra dead weight you've got, all the extra contracts you've got to just ruin every other team's career. I mean, that's that's what you do right now. <laughs> oh, that's not right. Tone, what do you think? Is that just dirty? Look, man, I'm just dirty. Saying. Unless you unless you send those same guys that delivered a pizza to Michael Jordan to Salt Lake City, <laughs> then I don't think it's going to happen. If Michael Jordan can play with food poisoning, I, I, and for y'all folks at home, you can't see this. My air quotes: food poisoning, alcoholism. Then uh, they're not throwing LeBron out the bubble. He, sure, he'll he'll play. Yeah, but that, now you're sacrificing people getting sick. I mean, I, honestly, LeBron before they, before LeBron misses a finals game, I think they would pause the finals. Like if Giannis or LeBron got got a, a, so you know, what's a the line? Test. You think like James Harden? You think they they pause if he's that's interesting. Where is the yeah? Line? Where's the line? Yeah, is it Dame? Is it is it James Harden? Like, or, uh, or is it? <laughs> I'll you know, use NBA. I'm, trying to, I'm trying to think of a good NBA name. Moscow <laughs> gets thrown out. Yeah, they're like, oh, Mozgov, that's two weeks. Yeah, buddy. You get a 90 plus <laughs> rating or higher, you don't get thrown out. That's you a good point. It. But if you get a 2K rating, Kyle Lowry for the Raptors test positive or like gets steps out of the boat and they're like, Kyle, I mean, let's be honest. Were y'all really going to make it? Come on, guy. Come on. <laughs> that conversation would be great. I, I did mention the Raquan Holmes who stepped out for his Postmates order. It was hilarious. His mom actually replied to the uh, tweeted about this. His mom's Dr. Uh, Ladisha Holmes, and she put out, "Come on, come on, son! You only cross the line for your mom's cooking, and I was not in Florida, sir. <laughs> Stay in that bubble, <laughs> mama, coming from the top rope." Uh, um, so, Tony teased it off the top, Dad, and so I, I kind of want to get your thoughts on it. I, 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 LJ's not a huge NBA watcher, so I, I mean, I would love his I got thoughts the odds, too, but, but. 
Um, this is going to be a weird – the bubble's interesting. So, like, these players are now all in one spot. There's no crowd noise, no home field, no home court advantage. Teams could get hot, and who knows what happens. I mean, it's just – it's everything's different to me. I think you throw it all out the window. Uh, do you think that makes it – I could argue that that makes it for teams in the middle better, like teams like Boston – Portland, who they had a tough regular season, but they're actually going to be healthy now because they paused forever, and now they got their full team back together. Uh, Dallas with Luka Doncic and Chris Porzingis. I, mean, I just want to say Boston's look, a top five team on uh, BetOnline.ag, by the way. So, but you wouldn't have. I think during the year you wouldn't have said they could legitimately beat the maybe maybe beat point. the Bucks, but you wouldn't have said they beat the Clippers. Now you're like, who knows? Who who really knows? Plus, it's and a lot is going to depend on. What what have these players been doing the last three months? I mean, is Dame Lillard going to come back a little chubby? Is Luka Doncic going to come back a little chubby? Or are they going to come back a different NBA? I'm just saying. Or are they going to come back like Dad's boy? I don't know if you've seen this, Dad. Your boy Nikola Jokic for the 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 Nuggets. He came back slim and looking good. Yeah, he's looking. I mean, he looks like he spent the whole three months working out, and he was already a baller at when he was a little overweight. So, what what do you think, pops? Do you think this uh, opens up the door for other teams, or do you think it's still going to be Clippers, Lakers. No, I actually like Tony's analogy earlier that I think it makes it a little more like the NCAA tournament that, I mean, I, who knows? Who knows? It, one team gets hot. I mean, without the, the home court advantage is gone, which I think is something. Um, and did, Jason Tatum was playing his ass off for Boston. Y'all mentioned Boston. Golly, he was playing his ass yeah, off he was. Right the break. Um, he kind of ascended to superstar. To super, I mean, 30 points a game. Um, so I think, yes, I think it does help the middle-tier teams. I think that one of them could really surprise us. And I'd love it to be Luka and, and Dallas, of course. But I think Boston's got a real chance. Uh, uh, they, maybe they're top five, but I still think they got a real chance at it. It just depends on who comes back hot. I mean, it's – Well, and I think that's what's going to be huge as someone who's watched a ton of NBA. A lot of times you see the teams that – are really good going in the playoffs are the teams that they've really built. A, like It's obviously the teams with the most talent, but it's those teams with a lot of talent that have also gelled over the course of 82 games and they've hit their they've hit their stride. Just like what happens in the NFL, they hit their stride going in the playoffs. And now everyone knows their role. They know when LeBron comes in, when LeBron comes out, who steps up, when he, who's the ball handler when he comes out, who who's the shooter. So they have everything figured out. Coaches know their rotation. Now, like Tony mentioned, the regular season is going to go by like that. And now you're into the playoffs, and it's time to get going. And I think it's going to be – I just wouldn't be shocked if all of a sudden a team like Portland – what's their odds, LJ? Uh, Portland is looking at uh, plus 7,500. Wow. I think if they get hot – one, we've already watched – if Damian Lillard gets hot, <laughs> yeah, he's as good a scorer as there is in the NBA right now. And if they get hot and they kind of figure out a, a, figure out what they're doing and maybe the, the, the Lakers are – lagging just a little bit and they got to play them in the first round i mean you could see an upset it wouldn't be that crazy and all of a sudden right as the lakers get going maybe they're already down 3-1 to the trailblazers and they don't get to go back home for a game like you said pops there's no home court advantage so and i and who knows if like like hopefully guys don't get tested positive but who knows if uh anthony davis has to sit out and all of a sudden that levels the playing field a little bit more for the, the game i i think tony to answer your question earlier i think this is the year I still would probably bet on the Lakers to win it, but this is the year to to bet the underdog and and go for a long shot. Maybe put it, put a couple fires out. There. I would say magic. not that one. Uh, not that. That's too long. I wouldn't do that. Yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. I would say the to me Portland 
and Dallas are two very interesting teams coming out of the West. Dallas is plus and the Rockets even and the Rockets even just because the Rockets are so weird. You no, know, like we thought that people were going to have time to get used to that weird small ball lineup they're going to play. Now it's it's get it's get up and go time. They're going to be playing that weird lineup that we don't see very often. And if you don't get used to it quick, you could all of a sudden like like I said about Portland be down. I think it's gonna it's gonna make up for what appears to be a really really fun NBA playoffs to me. I, just because I think it's all up in the I just want to when before I thought it was favorites only. I just want to shout out like one of my favorite stories about the NBA le- recently is that uh, a member of the Nuggets that I'm not sure who it was. Uh, reached out to Peyton Manning and asked, "What do we do about uh, no crowd noise? How do we how do we play sports with no crowd noise? Like, what are you worried about?" And he said, "I don't know. You're gonna have to ask Charger about that." So. <laughs> 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 well, they would know. They would know. know. Yes, they would. Yeah. Mm. The I, other funny thing. Oh, go I ahead. Hear, Tom. I want to hear Doctor Lift. So, Doctor Lift, NBA. W- w- you know. By the way, yeah, so uh, Kevin mentioned the Rockets, which is at a plus 1,200. He mentioned the Mavericks at a plus 2,800. Um, and who'd you mention? The Portland. Portland's Portland. at 7,500. Uh, what you got, Pops? What are the Lakers? What are the Lakers, Lakers are at uh, 240, plus 240. Okay. Can you tell me, Can you going on to the East, can you tell me the Sixers? Just the Sixers and the Heat. Sixers are plus 2K. Heat is uh, plus 3,300. I just think it'd be interesting to throw a couple flyers out on, say, the Mavericks, Trailblazers. That could be some good money. Heat and where? And, where would uh, you place that bet? Sixers. You know, there's all kinds of sites you can do it. <laughs> but that right there, my friends, is the one I would do it. That right there is the, is the go-to gambling site, at least for me. Pops, what you got? Who who are you picking? Um, is that is Tony's voice sexy to anybody else but me? I mean, that's a little bit like, arousing. Wow, I'm be honest with you. <laughs> I mean, it is. It's like, whoa! I want to listen that's, to that later. Um, that's a sexy voice right there. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that's my that's my that's my uh, 12 a.m. to 6 a.m. FM voice. Y'all didn't know about that. <laughs> yeah, hey, we we've got a little. Lionel Richie coming your way. Oh right God! Now. I think we've got a new podcast in the works right here. <laughs> See if you change your tone up just a little bit, you almost sound like you could be like a little bit of. Uh, we're on Cincinnati. Yeah, we're we're uh, we're moving on Cincinnati. <laughs> <laughs> I think you got the right the octave. You just need to change your <laughs> the, the, your flow of the words. Oh good. Anyway, Lord. we got uh, off the train there. Let's good let's try Lord. to get back on. Pops. I'm going to ask answer Tony's question. I think it's I think it's the Mavericks and the Celtics in the finals. Bam. Mavericks plus 28. Oh, wow. uh, Celtics plus 14. Yeah, we talked about that. Yeah. Okay, cool. So I think I think one of them could very easily get in. I don't disagree with you, but you're saying none of the Clippers, Lakers, or the Bucks get into the finals, which before the before the bubble, you I, there's no way you That's could, right. right. Aren't the Bucks? Aren't the Bucks like are they the top pick? They're the number they three pick. So they're the AG. number one seed. Metal they're the number three pick. Number three, yeah, behind the Lakers and, and the Clippers, yeah, the LA, 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 and the Milwaukee. Where are the Golden State Warriors? They're not they there. They're not even there. Um, They're not so, even there. So Tony hasn't watched a whole lot of it. They're not in the bubble. They, they did I, not get in. I, I actually the genuinely will answer that they're not on the list at all. Because they're not there. Yeah. They're literally not in Orlando. Yeah. They're literally um, not in Orlando. I'm saying, I'm taking the magic. And this is, I mean, I'm telling you if. <laughs> home court, home field advantage. If in Orlando. Santa Fe is willing to poison Michael Jordan, Orlando's willing to. Florida man is going to poison everybody. Everybody. Yeah, Salt, Salt Lake, not Santa Fe, Tony. Did he say right. never? He, but yeah, yes. never. 
Yeah, Sorry. never trust a Mormon. So it was Chicago yeah, Bulls um, playing whoa. the Santa Fe <laughs> horse riders for the NBA. Fair point. Now I want to get point. on to a topic that uh, Tony knows a little bit better. But before I do, I, it is funny. The video is coming out of all the NBA players at the bubble. Like you're seeing a bunch of guys shotgunning beers. They're playing ping pong, <laughs> playing Xbox. All of a sudden, you take away their mansions and all these fancy bars and restaurants and all this stuff. The NBA guys are just like they, and a lot of them didn't get a normal college because they were stars, and now they're just like us in college. They look like they're living a dorm life. They're just shotgunning beers and and playing ping yeah. pong all day yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and Call of Duty. Like that, it just cracks me up to see these guys who all they do is all we do is see pictures of them in like the most fancy clothes and all this stuff. And now they're just like in basketball shorts, shotgunning beers. It just cracks me up. But um, yeah, I bet it's. I bet it's not Frio beer, though, is it? <laughs> no, they're, they're, they're probably drinking a little bit higher quality beer than, than, than I'm drinking back in college. But, you know, beer's beer. It's still, it's still a, a shotgun's a shotgun, so it's still interesting. Um, now, the, the NBA is only starting scrimmages. They're not, they're not starting regular season stuff yet. They're, they'll get back to the, regu- the, the real season on July 30th. So we're 10 days away as of Monday. MLB, on the other hand, opening day, Tony, is Friday, right? Friday. Got uh, two games on Friday. Yeah. 60 day schedule or 60 game schedule. So it's going to be quick. Um, first, I, I want I want to get into our, our the guys more interested in this because I know some of us aren't as big MLB fans. So I kind of want to get on. Are you a little more interested now that the season's shortened? But but my first question, Tony, what about re- how, where do records stand in this year? What if a guy bats for 500? Because you can get hot, right, in 60 yeah. games and have a really good stint? Yeah. I, and, and that's a good question, and I didn't get a chance to get get out there and take a look. But in most cases, most records, offensive records, are based upon at-bats. So you have to have a certain number of at-bats. Uh, and so that that's where I think they will continue to stay. And I don't know that anyone will make it in 60 games to get the number of at-bats they would need to have to get an official record. Uh, I haven't checked that for sure, but I don't think we'll see that any of the uh, any of the records in this particular season will count for anything because it's it's normally based on at bats. That makes sense. Like in the NBA, the free throw and three point percentage has a minimum of so many free throw attempts or minimum of this many three point attempts. So that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I just thought it could be crazy if all of a sudden you know you have a guy bat four eighty six and now he's in the record book, but he did it for six games. Yeah. But. Uh, LJ, I wanted to ask you. I know you don't usually watch a whole lot of True. baseball, as in. I, you probably watch zero. Yeah. <laughs> I'll watch the World Series when Chicago's in it. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, usually, my biggest—I uh, don't know if it's a gripe—but my reasoning for not watching is because, like, it's game seventy-three out of one sixty-two, and I'm, I always wonder how much does it really matter. Right. Um, now it's game. It's game twenty-one out of sixty. So these games are going to really matter in the standings. If if I'm scrolling through the, the TV on a Wednesday night and MLB's on. I think I might stop and watch it. Sports is still sports, and I get it. I like competition, and it's interesting. Do you have any more interest, LJ? Or are you still like I'm not? I don't. I'll care. watch Chicago. Um, I'll watch Houston, and that's about it, probably. Just because, oh, just because yeah. you want to. Say, Houston won't be booed unless we pipe in fake booze. <laughs> oh, the MLB should do that, by the way. I love it. The MLB there. should pipe yeah. in fake booze. Oh, that I'd would love be it. great. Pops, what do you think? I mean, I'll watch it, but yeah, I mean, I always watch the playoffs. I was a playoff uh, baseball uh, watcher. A spectator, so uh, I would watch it some with sixty games. I'm I'm hungry for live sports, very hungry. So yes, I'm I'm running out of just streaming stuff. I've streamed a <laughs> lot of shows and movies, and mm. so just something a little different. I'll be into. Maybe I'll get tired of it, but I'm excited. Tony, are you 
excited for the 60 game season? Like, are you kind of pumped for this or you think it's going to, yeah, I actually am. And, and it's, you know, baseball is such a traditional sport and the 162 game season has just, it's because it's a tradition. It's America's pastime. And a lot of, a lot of the rules in baseballs have, and baseball hasn't changed because America's pastime. Well, here we have a situation, situation that's just completely unique situation, situation, a completely unique and, and and it'll be interesting to see what happens in the 60 game schedule and because that's been a lot of the complaints about baseball it just goes on for so long and people don't get interested in it i it, it's just going to be interesting to see what happens and I, i'm excited to see see what see what uh see what occurs because a, a team that normally may be not quite as as deep as other teams may not have the type of farm club that other ones have but has a lot of top heavy uh talent they all have a chance, and and I would suspect that coming into September, that a lot of teams are going to be in contention, and it's going to be. I, I think it's going to be very interesting, and if it is, if it's exciting, it, then we'll be going to sit back and think. Yeah, right? it may it may change some things. Well, and I know just what I I don't I keep up with the standings just because I do care about the the Rangers. Like I kind of keep up with them, and it, it seems like so many years, especially in in my childhood, I would see watching Sports Center, the Rangers would come out of the gate so hot. They'd be so good. They'd be leading the AL or West or whatever it is. And then all-star break would happen and they would fall back to the normal Rangers and they wouldn't make the playoffs. Now it's 60 games, a hot start gets you in the playoffs. And once you're in the playoffs, you got a shot, right? I mean, we've, we've seen teams like the Marlins, like won a world series that, I mean, yeah. teams, if you get in the playoffs, baseball, I, anything can awesome. happen. A, a batter gets hot, a pitcher gets hot and things happen. I'll be interested in this. Is something I was going to ask you about, Pitchers will probably be used a lot different now, right? Completely different. Completely. Do they different. are they are, are starters on a shorter rotation? They're, and if you're a starter, would you want to be on a shorter rotation because you don't want to screw up your arm on a, maybe a, a year where you're not making as much money? Yeah, they won't be on a shorter rotation. They'll be on a shorter pitch limit, and so you'll probably see it'll be very rare for any pitcher to go more than six innings uh, per game uh, because you'll have this because you're talking about you know, really less than a half of a season. So you're going to see a lot of five, six inning pitchers uh, come out there. So you'll see, and I'm not sure if MLB has changed the, the rosters. There's been some changes anyway about, about the roster. So it's really a weird time for baseball. But um, I think you'll see that, that you'll have those five starters. So they'll stay on that same rotation. But I would, I would doubt that you see anybody pitch more than 80, 80 pitches uh, a night coming through this schedule. Yeah, and then it goes like what I mentioned off the NBA. It'll be interesting to see what players have been doing while they've been off for all this extra time. Did they yeah. use it to keep – did they keep working out, keep working their arm out, or are they going to come back and this is the first time they've thrown a ball? You know, it, it'll be interesting to see. Yeah. Uh, I did – was there – and I may be asking a dumb question or maybe just something I've made up, but wasn't there a new role place? Because one thing that was annoying to me watching baseball is – they would you they would bring in a pitcher for like a few pitches and then another pitcher would come in or maybe for a batter didn't they either you got to pitch for like a whole inning or two thirds yeah you've got it if you come in you got to face at least I believe the rules you got to face at least two batters and they made that change so you couldn't have that lefty righty uh, kind of matchup so you bring a pitcher in and he good. just faces one batter and you take him out. They're trying. Well, that'll really help the games the game. that go like four yeah. hours long yeah, because yeah, sometimes you would call. see like an inning where they would put a new pitcher in for each individual batter, and that Absolutely. would be so annoying. I believe it is at least two batters. It may be three, but uh, uh, but I, I know there is a you have to face a minimum number of batters now. You can't just face one. 
Interesting, interesting. All right, well, so we have odds pulled up at some website. I forget the the website uh, that we're I've talking about. I've typed in betonline.ag to find the odds that I'm looking at. Okay, <laughs> that's a good one. That's a good Bet website out here. Dot ag. I, before we move, I mean, like, uh, I I looked up the like what it takes to be the batting average uh, title winner, um, and it looks like you've got to um, have 3.1 plate appearances per team you play against. Um, which apparently comes out to 502 for most people, which if you're only going to have 60 games means you need eight uh, uh, <laughs> at, uh, at the plate appearances per team that you play against. Um, at the plate appearances. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> shut up. Um, that I would go out on a limb. I, Tony's more of the, the baseball guy. I don't think we're going to have batters get eight. Uh, at bats. It seems in rare in a nine inning game. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't think that's going to happen. Pitching's not that bad. <laughs> um, I mean, so unless you're tone, sign stealing, right? So you have a shot. <laughs> is this is this a year where underdog or do you, what, who do you like? I mean, I, I know the Dodgers are probably the favorite, right? Because they have every, it seems like they're the, Plus 400. them and the Yankees. They just get every best player out there. Yeah, I, I the, the preseason hype has been for the Nationals because of their pitching staff. Uh, they've got probably the best pitching staff, starting pitchers in the in the major leagues, and so uh, in a shortened season, you've got a much less uh, uh, opportunity for there to be injuries that are going to keep somebody out for sixty days and keep it for a significant part of the of the season. So the Nationals, I think, probably out of the box are are out out there, and the Dodgers are right behind them in the National League. Uh, in the American League, I think there's really uh, not a favorite that I've seen uh, personally, and I just... Besides the Rangers? Besides <laughs> the Rangers. I'm a big fan of the Rays. We know a guy that that, that plays for the Rays and uh, Trevor, What's his Richards, name? Trevor Richards, who pitches for the Rays, and uh, looks like he may be on the back end of their rotation this year. Hey, uh, there we uh, go. Crazy Legs uh, roomed with him uh, at Drury University. So Prestige shout Worldwide out to knows him. Prestige worldwide knows him, so uh, so we're we're big Trevor Richards fans, and it looks like right now that he's he's at least long long relief or or back into the rotation, and they do have a very strong pitching staff, and so they were they were in the playoffs last year, so the Rays have one of those kind of teams that over a sixty game season, uh, maybe somebody can get in the playoffs and get hot, so. And much like the Chargers, the Rays are used to playing with it with no fans in the team. <laughs> Absolutely. That is 100% correct. Uh, 100% correct. <laughs> so, so the question, I guess, as a, as a, um, as a non-baseball really watcher, this a shortened season, if I'm going to gamble on it because I'm a degenerate, on a shortened season, do I bet on pitching? Is that what you're telling me? I bet on pitching, yeah. Okay. Well, so the two teams that Tony threw out, I'll give you the odds for the Rays are at plus eighteen hundred and the Nationals are at plus twenty five hundred. Uh, wow! So both pretty solid odds to shoot for if you if who's, you trust. Who's the, the favorite? The Dodgers. I'm Dodgers and Yankees are both at plus four hundred. So okay. Yeah, Yankees have a lot of hitting. They have just zero. I don't say zero, but their pitching staff is not as deep as others. So you're saying short uh, the Yankees? I would short the Yankees. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Now, um, yeah, now. Yeah, because I, I, pitching always rules at, at, on away games. And and the the funny thing about the uh, MLB, and I was reading about this, it it of all the major sports, it has the least amount of 
of home field advantage. It's like 52 or 53% of games that they get to win when they're at home. And so now when you've got no fans, it really levels the play. It's just not that big a deal. So you really shouldn't see that much impact of those, those teams that, that don't really have a home field advantage like Tampa Bay. Um, But now the Yankees though, We'll see what that when and Boston those kind of those kind of folks it could and Toronto who gets to play zero games at home because Canada, right they're not going to let them go to Canada right Canada said a no a nay <laughs> don't want you interesting <laughs> so uh, well, so it'll be interesting to see what happens there but yeah I, I, baseball is such a is such a weird sport if you get hot and it's sixty games you go twenty and ten coming out of the gate. And you're probably five or six or seven games up from somebody. If you just go 500 the rest of the way, you're in the playoffs. And yeah. so it's going to be very interesting to see what happens. All right. So now you got to put your name to something. Before we move on from baseball, I need you to nail it down. Who's going to be in the World Series, Tony? I'm going to go, uh, yeah, I'm going to stay with what I said. I'm going to go Nats and Rays. Okay. All right. Okay. Book it. Book it, folks. Get on over to the website. Tony, can you tell me the website again one more time? Bet online. Dot A-G. <laughs> and don't forget, there's a special little offer there for anyone who hasn't been on before. So uh, head on over there, put get 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 the special offer, and then put your money on. We we given you straight winners. Nothing but W's have been given out, just handed out on this podcast. Free so money. Hope you enjoy. Yeah. Um, I did. So moving on from some sports stuff, I wanted to ask you guys. So we're seeing we're seeing cases kind of go up as far as coronavirus stuff. And I, I've seen a lot of topic about it. And I know at least in the state that three of us live in, there's now a mandate where we have to wear a mask now oh, poor in public, things. a face mask. So LJ, I felt like you had a thought on masks. I just wanted to ask you, do you have any thought on, on, on face mask and what has now become some bit of a, a, a debate? I mean, look, here's the deal. I don't have like any prepared thoughts, but Jesus Christ, I've been wearing a mask every time I've walked out of my house for about three months now. And if you guys can't get over it for the 15 minutes you're at the grocery store, like just just stay home. Order delivery. Like no one's asking you to go out. I don't care if you go out. Just watch Netflix all day. Please let me go back to work, guys. Just chill out with this mask bullshit and 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 stay at home. I'm sorry. (laughs) I did. Well, I did read something, and I know the people the people that don't like wearing masks probably are tired of people throwing out science at them. And this isn't as much science as something I read on the – it was actually on the CDC website. It was a study on masks. And apparently earlier uh, uh, last month, 139 clients were exposed to two symptomatic hairstylists yeah. with confirmed COVID-19. Both the clients and stylists were all wearing face masks per the order for uh, salons. No symptomatic secondary cases were reported following this, and out of the 67 clients who later tested themselves, they all came back negative, which shows if both people wear a mask, even with these two these two stylists, symptomatic and confirmed cases, it slows down the spread. It won't necessarily stop it completely, but it slows down the spread. I just don't at, – at this point – I don't understand. We've seen a second peak. I know we're all tired of it, right? We've got to be sick of it. This is still the first fucking peak, by the way. Like, we haven't stopped peaking. So, whatever. <laughs> I'm just, I'm sorry. I'm just frustrated. And a little, a little simpler thing that's kind of funny on the mask. That's what that she I, I, said. <laughs> <laughs> There's your comic relief. Uh, I did see this. That was pretty funny. Uh, it was just a simpler breakdown of why, why wear a mask. If we're all, say we're all running around naked. Okay. Right. 
Yeah. And someone and someone pees on you. You're going to get wet. You're going to get wet immediately, which sucks. <laughs> now, if you're wearing pants, but that person that peed on your pee boy is still running around naked, you're probably going to get a little pee that goes through the pants and your legs and get a little wet, but not as much. So you're a little better protected from the pee boy. But now think about this crazy thought here. What if P-Boy also put some trousers on? Now you're both running around with pants on. He still pees on you, but now the pee-pee remains in his pants and on him and doesn't even touch you. And now you're not wet at all. No pees on you. It kind of is the same thing when it comes to mask and droplets, which is how we spread the virus, right? And also, like, you're, if you're going to Albertsons, <laughs> put a mask. It's like, it's 20 minutes, guys. Like, just put a mask on. I don't understand why it's the oppression of our tyrant government. It's so hard to breathe. I just don't. Get I can't it. breathe with the mask on. LJ. Tony, Tony, are you wearing jeans right now? I am not. Oh well, <laughs> he's, he's not, not he's wearing not a wearing shirt for my vision. Okay, we'll never tell the mind. Podcast well, I am wearing shirt. <laughs> so I'm naked boy. I'm the naked boy. This brother around just pissing that. everywhere. <laughs> okay, no, never mind. I've got on shorts right now. Yeah. Well, I was going to tell you, try to yeah. pee on me. See what happens. <laughs> yeah, no. Hey, so I will say okay, that's the okay. thing. I know you liked his voice, but now you're asking. The that's the thing is, no. well, that's I'm asking to do it for two hours away. Is, but this hey, is this is like the. Hey, liver. <laughs> no, I'm not going to do that. This is I'm like so that. so naked boy versus not naked boy. Uh, if everybody is at home, it doesn't no. matter who's naked. I'm just saying. I'm going to. Yeah. <laughs> no, wait. You can simplify it even further than that. First of all, I've had on jeans and I've been peed on. And so, <laughs> what's else frat uh, called? Because it, I feel like that should be mentioned right now. Situations that, yeah, you get yourself in situations that vaccines or the gazebo, you're going to get peed <laughs> on eventually, and uh, it happens. It just happens. So, um, but I will say this, and and this is the thing about masks, and and this is the analogy that I made. You know, forty years ago, everybody smoked. There were no rules about smoking. And everybody said, well, we think it's unhealthy and we're not sure. But then all of the science came out and said, you know what? Smoking's bad. Not only smoking bad for you, it's bad for other people. So let's put these rules in place so that you're not causing someone else harm. And so here's the thing. Science has come out and said, if you've got COVID, it's bad for other people. Put on a mask. I don't understand what the difference is. If you can't smoke in public then you can't go out without a mask in public. Yeah. And it's the same civil liberties that everybody is talking about. You can't stop me from smoking. Well, yeah, if you want to go smoke behind the behind the yeah. building. Go breathe somewhere else, else is, idiot. Is, yeah. Yeah. It's the same thing. And I, and although it took us 40, 50 years to get to that point, it, it it's just completely different. This is a different time. And for us to say, look. You can keep people from getting sick and possibly dying if you just wear a mask. I, I don't understand what the difference is. And and Lifford, you ha- you had a great point last week about that America was built on civil liberties, and and we're completely different than any other country in the world because of that. But the thing is, we adapt, and and, and so if we can adapt to not allowing people to smoke in public. Then we can say, hey, for for the next year and a half until we know we have a vaccine and we can all be safe, wear a mask in public. I, I don't know that it's a 
it's a bad deal. As soon as we can get the Kardashians to come out wearing masks, I think we're all well, good. Don't even mess get with them Kanye. out there wearing masks. It, it'll be fine. Yeah, the Kardashians Pops, and did, Donald Trump. We get that, and we're good. Good lord. Good. Did you have Did you have any thoughts, Pops? I know I feel like everyone's shared thoughts. I just wanted to make sure you had the opportunity. I mean, I think I, y'all know where I stand. I mean, I, I I don't think it's a surprise. I have tested COVID. 19 positive. I had a super easy case of it. Luckily, um, yeah. it was very easy. I hated wearing a mask before, but since then, uh, to protect others, um, I wear a mask when I'm in public. Do I like it? No. Do I hate it? Yes. But I mean, I wear it. I, when I, I say in public, now I'll go walk at the park or something like that, and I'm not wearing a mask. Okay, I'm not around anybody. I'm not within six or well, eight and feet. that's. But if there, and, and I know a lot of mandates are saying when wear a mask when. You can't afford like when you're going to have to get within yeah. around people. If I go like, inside, if, if, you're, if you're walking at Spring Lake Park by yourself, no well, one's and, saying and I, I you're watching that, no. that AC, right? Like you're you're watching that AC. I mean, I'm there's AC right up here. Um, that's what that's part of what spreads it. If you're like in a place that's outdoors, it's a little bit better. If you're in an Applebee's, it's a little bit worse. Wear, wear a mask. Just wear a mask. It's not that yeah, bad. If I if I wear a mask. I just went on a trip and, and 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 every state I was in required mask if you walked into any establishment and with it, it was funny uh, in a more liberal progressive town everybody's wearing a mask and yeah. a, a more red dirt town nobody's wearing a mask you know um, but I did and I and I'd like to think that maybe. I'm setting an example. It's like, well, if Lifford's wearing a mask, you know, I hope maybe somebody thinks that. Maybe they're laughing at me. I don't even care. But I'm well, wearing a mask when Hannah, y'all. And that's- Hannah went to uh, Arkansas recently to kind of help her parents deal with some stuff. And uh, as she was driving through Missouri, every gas station she went at, she got laughed at for wearing a mask the entire way there. Because it's mm-hmm. turned into a political decision. It's It's political whether you wear a mask or not, which is absurd. Like... It's it's not that big of a deal. Like if you're the type of person that's like, well, I like I believe in the Second Amendment and I'm going to concealed carry on me to protect everybody around me, but I'm not going to wear a mask because that's oppression. Like that seems absurd. To me. I I don't understand the logic behind those ideologies. If if you're not going to do it for the the health of others, which should be a pretty good reason to do it, let's do it so we can have a normal world again. So let's get sports back. You're you're football. You're moving. We're not. <laughs> We're not going to get and say you don't care about sports. You're not going to get new movies and new TV shows because actors aren't doing anything because they can't oh, get I out know either. very well. Yeah, no actors working right now. So, How, so are just, we going to get? Just, when are we going to get Matrix Four? I just can't <laughs> believe we're not going to get Matrix Four because of COVID. Yeah, Come on, man. Man. Movie, that's all you got. Sorry, deal with it. <laughs> if I don't get the next Bourne movie, I don't know what I'm going to do. Um. All right, well, let's let's finish out the pod how we always do. And I wanted to touch on a little bit of what we're listening to. LJ, did you want to mention something before, like music-wise? Isn't there, isn't there some news that you found interesting oh, God. before we dive into Lead it? me into it. I, I might. I don't know. I don't remember. <laughs> did I have something? I don't remember. I'm, I've well, been drinking. Lady a. You were going to say Lady A. You were gonna Come on, man. You're it. holding a mic like a karaoke guy. Lady A and Dixie yeah. Chicks is what you were going to mention. Oh, shit, Dixie. yeah. Guys, have you heard about this old uh, Lady A controversy? I'm bad at this. Well, I heard that they changed their name, but I mean, that was like three or four weeks ago, right? So uh, so the deal is currently that uh, Lady Antebellum uh, decided that they didn't want to uh, uh, keep the name Antebellum, so they were changing their name to Lady A. 
So I don't know if you guys have heard, there's a jazz singer, I think in the, well, in the Pacific Northwest, I think in like the Washington area, who's named Lady A, right? Have you guys heard about this? No. Nope. Yes. All news to me. So there's this singer in the, the Pacific Northwest named Lady A. She's a jazz singer. She's a black woman. Um, and they had apparently worked out a deal where they were both going to use the name Lady A, right? Okay. And uh, mm-hmm. over the last, I think, week and a half or so, uh, the, the, the group formerly known as Lady Antebellum has decided to sue the jazz singer named Lady A. So um, I, I do want to say, okay, so the whole reason I wanted to bring this up, I, I see the shocked faces uh, around because that's obvious. Confused. Is, that's clearly is, is an awful one. thing to do, right? That clearly makes no sense and it's a terrible thing to do. Seems to be an awful thing. Um, I did want to bring it up because I've seen a lot of Facebook friends uh, also acknowledging how terrible this is. And I will say that copyright law is really, really freaking weird. And so maybe wait to judge this stuff because um, maybe uh, they agreed that, yes, they both should be allowed to use this name. However, when Walmart wants to sell a T-shirt with the words Lady A on it, who gets the profits from that? I think that's where this all stems from. And everybody's kind of trying to figure out lawyerly wise um, where they stand in this. Um, I'm just surprised you guys hadn't heard about this. Like I know more about Lady Antebellum than you guys is shocking to me. Uh, that's not a band. That's it's Lady not, A. Not a shock to me. Uh, so guess what my new fantasy football name is? Oh, God, what? Lady A, uh, and sue me. Let yeah. me get some publicity. Hey, I'm just saying. If, if I'm Lady A, and I and and I, the only place I've ever played is the Pacific Northwest. Either uh, my only fan is Fred Armisen, or <laughs> or you know, I, maybe I'm not that good. So hey, oh. all the, I'll take all the publicity I get. Okay. I'm sure she's a phenomenal, phenomenal blues <laughs> singer. I'm sure she's phenomenal. Okay. Well, and I get what you're saying. At first, LJ, I was with you. I was one of the people, as you were reading up the story, I was like, what that a sucks. big group of dicks. Like, yeah. what are they doing? And saying, then as you mentioned, it, like, it does, it does make sound a, like, it a, makes I, sense. like I've seen a lot of people saying, like, I hate this group now. Um, maybe wait and see how, because it's like, have you guys like seen what actually, like the, the story that is like the idea of lawsuits gone wild is the McDonald's coffee case, right? Right. Do you guys yeah. know what happened? It's in too the, hot. Oh, but, you burnt me. Okay, but the McDonald's coffee case is a lot more complicated than than Jay Leno made it sound back in 1992 or whenever, because uh, th- this woman had coffee that was probably like it was uh, near boiling levels and like actually fused her legs together uh, through those burns, and so we call that like lawsuits gone wild. And this eighty woman's eighty year old woman's legs were fused together, like. Uh, we get really quick to judge people that that go to court <laughs> over lawsuits um, and say that they're absurd. And I feel like we should at least let this play out before we decide that either group is evil. I'm just saying. Look, look at level headed LJ trying to, you know, not yeah. rush into judgment. I, you know what? I see you over there. All right, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> There's a um, joke there, right. but I'm leaving it alone. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now I let's get over to the. Oh, good lord! Well, shut up! Shut I up. tried. To, I shut tried up. to go through it. <laughs> I tried to power through. Uh, Pops, let's wrap up. And what are you, or what have you? You've been on a road trip. You've seen some 
God's beautiful country. You might there there has to be some music that was playing through years at some point. Well, there's a lot of music. You know, I'm still on Jeremy Zucker. I, that song has just got. Oh, me that right. song is so good. <laughs> by it's the way, song. since I heard you mention it, by, since I heard you mention that song, I'm a big fan. I got. I'm I, a fan. I, I dig it. But no, so I saw the. I, I, it's a video. Okay, I saw the video where the guys in like Sam's or whatever, and he sees the little intercom thing. <laughs> And he walks over to the intercom and <laughs> farts, and farts in it. <laughs> oh, my God. That is the funniest thing ever. Tammy saw that. She laughed. I could show it to my father-in-law. He'd laugh. Y'all would laugh. Everybody. Everybody wants to fart in an intercom at a department store. I mean. And, as a child, and, I don't think as a grown man I would walk out. This is a grown man that walked It's a grown man the- that I think told his wife, said, hey, hey, get, get your camera ready and film this. <laughs> I'm watching it right now. <laughs> so I love that. In, in essence, <laughs> what Pops is listening to is a grown man fart. <laughs> it's great, That's though. That's the funniest uh, damn video uh, I've seen on Facebook uh, in a long time. Uh, it was hilarious. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that funny. is funny. Uh, all right, LJ, are you also listening to farts? Or are you uh, yeah, mostly. Mostly I'm just listening to farts. I don't really have anything to add. It's just farts. That's all I've got. So. <laughs> Now, Chicago farts. Uh, yeah, Chicago farts uh, at Costco's because we don't have Sam's. Um, <laughs> I was at Costco. Okay. <laughs> um, no, I mean, I'm still listening to Nina Simone. You can ignore me. Uh, I'm still rocking that out. So, I mean, I could give you a legit. You want my? You want one of my top twelve? I, I narrowed it down to twelve. You want, <laughs> you want one of my Lord. top twelve Beatles songs? I would give like me just three. one. Can I have number three? Oh, oh Beatles. Oh, oh I'm going to oh, give oh, you oh, oh. one. Of my top twelve Beatles songs, I want it to be number three. Okay, I thought three. you were saying you narrowed I down your what you're listening to twelve yet, bands. But I can total. tell you this one is high on the list. I would say this was this would number three ish. Eleanor Rigby. Eleanor Rigby oh, is one good of stuff. My good stuff. Favorite Ooh. Beatles. Good songs. stuff. Yeah, so well I would done. Say, it's it's your favorite. Is no, that what you just I said, said it's one of my favorites. Oh. It's not number one. Oh. I'd say it's number three probably. It bit three is a pretty good fit for it actually. That's in the ballpark. That's in the three is in the ballpark uh, for Eleanor Rigby. Yes. What album is Eleanor Rigby on? Uh, it's on Revolver, nineteen sixty six. Revolver. Yeah. Okay. How about that? You didn't think I knew? I, that. How about that? Apples. <laughs> <laughs> you like apples, Tony? <laughs> <laughs> I like them apples. I, I I do love that that specific song. Is when when you first brought up. I, it's been a while ago now. When you first brought up, like you were getting back into the Beatles. I, that was when I admittedly was like. I don't really know a whole lot of Beatles, and I know that's that's bad to say. And when I first started listening to them, Eleanor Rigby was the first one that was like, "Ooh, shit, ooh, this song I really, yeah. really like." Great song, yeah. Um, all right, Tone. What about you? What do, what have you been listening to? We haven't had you on in a while, so there's yeah. no talent. And so hopefully, gotta, you narrowed Steve it down. Wonder. So I've got a couple, and then I, I do have a question for LJ okay. after I name these. So um, based upon what's been happening over the last few months, but but. I, I've been doing a lot of walking, and I found that I do my best walking the '90s alt rock. And <laughs> oh, <shit>. So <laughs> I have been listening to a lot of Lit. Okay, great, and a lot of Rage Against the Machine. Oh, wow. fantastic! There we okay. go. And how fast uh, are you walking? I'm walking pretty fast. Getting it. <laughs> I'm walking pretty fast. I hope I hope a young child doesn't get in his way because they're just <laughs> oh. getting. Ran over. I walked 9.48 miles the other day in two hours and 22 minutes. Hell I was, yeah. I was booking it. And, uh, but I really do. I, I found that I really like Lit as a, as a group. And I know they've started to put out some more stuff here lately. Um, and uh, hopefully <laughs> all those substance abuse issues are behind them. And I'm going to start checking that out. Uh, and the other thing is, um, 
I've also started listening to some ki- the Killers, and uh, mm-hmm. I really like some of the Killers that are coming on. And and uh, once again, something that I really want to get back into. You know, they came up at the same time uh, with the Strokes and, and yeah. some of the newer Stroke stuff. I'm not really, you know, I, it's it's kind of the same old same old. But the yeah. Killers really write some really good music, and I'm I'm really into that. And and so. Lit and and the Killers uh, and Rage Against the Machine. But here's my question for LJ, and I, this is something I don't understand because I've always been a big Green Day fan, and Green Day is always in my rotation, so I didn't mention it. But here, I, I've been listening to American Idiot, and I've been listening to Rage Against the Machine, and I just can't imagine. You know, these are all 20-plus, now almost 20-plus-year-old albums yeah, and, uh, and music, and Dude, it's like they wrote it today. I mean, Rage Against the Machine. Uh, you know, the, those uh, those who were uh, those uh, who work forces uh, are the same. The burn crosses are the same. The Warren burn crosses. I mean, yeah. how can that not be any more pertinent than it is today? And I just and all their stuff testify. I mean, it's just I, it's just amazing to me how timely. And why are we not hearing more Rage Against the Machine right now? And maybe I'm just, you know, I mean, one year older than Lifford and I'm just not hearing it. <laughs> but I don't understand why I don't hear more of that. And, and American Idiot, I mean, it is so on time. And I know it was written in the George Bush eras, but dude, I, I uh, would so clearly George Bush yeah. right now in a heartbeat. But the thing is, I, I just, it's amazing how much that has come back around to me. And when I listen to that stuff, it's, it, I really do get into it and say, yeah, I mean, but, but why am I not here more? Well, I just say if if Zach De La Rocha and Tom Morello want to get back together, I mean, I will I'm buy their in. album in a heartbeat. Yeah. You know, <laughs> 2020, they were planning a tour. What? They were planning yeah, a tour they were. Summer. Yeah, they had, to, they had to cancel a tour. They had to cancel oh, the God. tour. I just, yeah. I just, I've not gotten, the, the funniest thing I've seen throughout the entire last six months is people realizing that Rage Against the Machine is political as if they're not like raging against their mommies or their washing machine. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, Dude, I, I, I'll just tell you right now, if you will, uh, and what I listen to when I walk is, is Apple Music, but if you'll, if you'll get the Rage Against the Machine essentials and just listen to the first six songs, you're just thinking, damn, yeah, and yeah. you're fired up, and you're like, of course, you're walking it. 13 minutes a mile, but you're like, wow, I just, you know, and, 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 but listen to the lyrics. It's just amazing yeah. that what was going on then is still going on now. It's just amazing. one. And another thing, so about you're talking that, about the rage against the machine album that is named rage against the machine. No, he's talking about the essentials, yeah, correct? Or essentials. And so this it's, is like oh, an Apple playlist. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. When I'll say, gotcha, I think gotcha. that like, one of the other things about it is like because Zach De La Rocha is so aggressive and like so lyrically on point with what we're dealing with, but then also Tom Morello's guitar playing is his, like his transcendent. It, yes. it only yes, exists absolutely. in the world that this makes sense. Like if we ever get past the the weird state we're in right now, then we'll never care about Tom Morello again because like he exists in this world to like make us feel like oh fuck yeah like and and we <laughs> march. <laughs> You know, like it's yes. it's incredible what that man can do. Yeah. 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 Well, Absolutely. and I, I think I remember was it 
and you, you guys correct me if I'm wrong, LJ and Pops, but I, Pops had just recently, my first memory of Rage Against the Machine was Pops first got that Bose sound system in his living room. And y'all are like putting together like a, a, the CD a stand or the something. CD stand. The CD stand raging to Rage Against the Machine on this new Bose sound system. I was like I think, 12. Was that yeah. Bomb Track, wasn't it? Wasn't it Bomb Track was the, oh, was the name yeah. of that it album? It was that whole album. It was that whole album uh, with uh, with the guy, the, the monk the, burning himself. The monk setting himself on fire. Oh, oh. man. We, uh, we rocked that uh, album like it's nobody's a, it, business. I, I'll just say this. It's a good thing that wasn't an Ikea CD stand because you would have broken something. <laughs> yeah. It would have been because rage was going on. And Well, we found. I think the um, next weekend we found Jack Johnson, so we mellowed out just a little. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That was <laughs> Yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. You talk about... Man, that's a juxtaposition. From 100 to zero. <laughs> like y'all chilled way out. All right. Yeah. For my what we're listening to this week, I've actually did, uh, dove back into something a little, uh, not old, but just older for me, kind of younger in my childhood when she was really popping, but Alicia Keys and some Ooh. newer Alicia Keys. And, I, and I, I've listened to the, the, this one song specifically called Underdog. Yeah. And it is, it is amazing. She just, I forget, I, I don't know why I forgot because I just hadn't heard her in a while. Alicia Keys has an amazing voice. And then, uh, so I started going on a deep dive about Honor just to hear some more. And I found she did a Tiny Desk concert like what? 20 days ago, like not long ago at all. And she kills right. it, of course. And I just think Alicia Keys is a cool person. Like when she talks, she's interesting. Yeah. I, I think she'd be a fun person to hang around with. And, and she can sing like amazing. So, but the inspiration behind what got me into Alicia Keys is because a, a musician that that you two LJ and Pop, LJ and Pops you guys know very well recently did a cover of Alicia uh, Keys. Jed Harrelson. Jed Harrelson. What a good cover. Mr. Jed Harrelson did an amazing cover uh, and and then I had to go do I had to look because my man also you don't have to just find Jed Harrelson on Instagram anymore. My man Boy, is on all streaming platforms all streaming platforms. <laughs> So I just go go give potential and, and problems a listen to on good Spotify shit, or shit. Apple Music, yeah. wherever you get it, because both are great songs. My, my man Jed is killing it. And then he did that cover of Alicia Keys so good. That's what he was so good. I had I was like, oh, now let me go hear the real Alicia Keys because that was pretty damn good. And then I got into a deep dive on Alicia Keys. So I'm sure we'll shout post, out to yeah. Alicia Keys and shout out to my man Jed yeah. Harrelson because he, you need to go stream him. Go stream him and go find him on Instagram and Twitter. He's putting out some good for stuff. Sure. So, uh, that's what I got for, for, for what we're listening to this week. Guys, I think that about wraps us up. Unless you guys have anything else to I get mean, off. I don't know if y'all have talk about Wayfair? Do you want to talk about, about Wayfair or, or no? We're, we're really yeah. long and. Oh, yeah. We're <laughs> really mean, long. I don't want to spend more money at Wayfair. Just tell me they're bad. Just. We don't have to go into it. No, just tell the, me. The, the conspiracy is that I don't think they are bad. they're not really, but people think that they might be selling children. That's all you need to know. You we're can, so yeah. We're our, it was more just to to condemn how dumb we are as a as a oh people. Oh my god, I, we think they're. I cannot children. be more scared than a trial by jury. Like if I ever settle for something, it's not because I'm guilty. It's because twelve of my peers is the scariest thing I can imagine right now. <laughs> just throwing that out there. For anyone, okay, so we're not going to get into it. But for anyone that thinks Wayfair is selling children, I will post an article in the show notes that very clearly points out that they're not. 
and 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 do with it what that you will. But we are just so quick to oh my god, Wayfair's trafficking humans, and there's little kids, and they're, they're they're naming cabinets after them, and it, it's it's just, so dumb. it's a mess. It's so dumb. That's all I have to tell you. It's a mess. I just don't want to buy no more furniture from them. Well, man. you don't have to. I, I like, just don't and spend no more money there. Tell the people you Come love on. that it's all there's a there's a ring. No. Um, lied to him. Well, if you do, I will say that the video, like the video that first started circulating, it does it. It seems pretty, pretty ominous. You're like, well, holy crap, Wayfair is is selling these missing children. And if you just dig a little bit further, than they that all one have TikToks video, where they say like, I'm not missing. Okay, <laughs> just tell me. It's not QAnon that put that out it there. It is right? absolutely it's not. About, it's not officially QAnon, but it is QAnon. 100%. We can talk about that next time. Oh, God. I, I there it is. It. Let's talk. Uncle Tony with the teases. Here's another one. Next God. week on the Just <laughs> I'll tell you the entire history We may of just talk about QAnon. Dear God. But we might have to give LJ his own podcast <laughs> yeah. because I think yeah. you can talk about Someone that. On Saturday, you'll get a podcast of QAnon's history. And then on <laughs> next Tuesday, we'll have a podcast of us discussing We'll dig into Pizzagate, and then on Tuesday we'll discuss it also. I've spent too much of my life on this bullshit. (laughs) All right. Before LJ lose, actually, LJ, I have the perfect remedy. Go put on, get some headphones, real big headphones like you have right now, and throw on Rage Against the Machines and just finish your night out. Hell yeah. Yell it. Just yell. Before you guys even And and the rest of us, I hope you enjoy enjoy the rest of your week. I'm glad we finally had Uncle Tony back on. We will have you back on soon, guaranteed. Absolutely. Because I can just tell you you guys so much. Miss you. We, and we, we will be back. Awesome. We will be back next week with more JPP. Guys, peace out. Peace. peace. I do want to mention LJ. I don't think this will get on the podcast. Maybe you can throw it in as the music fades out at the very end. Uh, Pops, I'm very proud of you for returning that shopping cart the last time you went to Walmart. Uh, we have converted one. And I'm very proud that you not only not only returned it, but you you documented it for us. So we know that know, you did like, a good deed. I want to apologize. For the last few weeks, um, I'm sorry. I understand that you're a better man than, than we have portrayed you as. Uh, <laughs> then Daniel Snyder. You did Daniel Snyder. If that's the metric you're trying to hit, then. <laughs> and to be fair, we only know that he has returned one for sure in his life. But we, we do. I returned my shopping cart like 90% of the time, for God's sake. <laughs> Jeez. Hey, y'all. All right, that's perfect. Y'all really want to know what liver's like? You call me sometime. I'll tell you. <laughs> His number is uh, five. <laughs> yeah. Call me. I got to go. Peace.